0: At that very press conference, he disavowed racism and white supremacy, but that's still used by Joe Biden and by Chris Wallace. The fact that not only did he not fact-check Joe Biden, he used it himself in a question to Donald Trump is fucking
1: shocking to me. There's other ways we could approach that situation, and we should be talking about that, not just, we should not be talking about defunding this Yeah. It just seems like a fundamentally disingenuous place to start welcome to the salt of the streets coming at you every week with this food for thought hope you're ready to eat with everything going on in this nation we need some
2: information and that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation with real talking real topics real people real problems think we need some help to solve them and leave it up to colin and to donovan because right, that's, that's the what, what's it up, man. Oh, let's get
1: ready and just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship and the COVIDs, we are back to Salt of the Streets Podcast. This is Saturday, October 3rd, 1.26 p.m., episode 94. Check. And welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets Podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal, it's all built from the ground up for people like you and me the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and continue our endless endeavor to bridge the gap between people and information, or people and low-energy voters. So as always, <laughs> low-energy, no, low-information low information. voters. So as always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. I am Donovan. And coming up on this week's show, um, <coughs> we got, we, we were all subject to the debates, Um <laughs> and unfortunately, we we're all subject to it, so we have to live with that. And I think we're j- basically going to use that as the catalyst to determine the, I guess you call them topics for the day. We're just going right, to spin off right. of that, but we're going to start there. We, you know, um, we talked about it in the pre-show, President Trump, the President of the United States, has been diagnosed with the COVIDs and has been... Um, some of the headlines say airlifted, but he has been—he walked freely of his own volition. Gave a thumbs up to the camera. As he's heading Marine out to One. Marine One, and they—they yeah. they moved him <laughs> to Walter Reed. Yeah, the first headline I saw was airlifted Air to Walter Reed. Yeah. So and you'll never guess what news outlet that came from. CNN. Oh. And uh, which they've already updated the so the headline. Terrible. They are so terrible. The what does CNN stand for? It was the something news network. C-N-N. Um, uh, who knows? I'll look it up sometime throughout the show. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk about uh, you know the COVIDs. We might get into some uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg if, if there's time yeah. there. Because they, just they, from the, yeah, the well, Supreme they, Court they talk and all that good Court. stuff. Exactly, yeah, and so we yeah. kind of mentioned it when we were talking with John Saddock. briefly. But it was real brief. Cause it was kind of just on the way to abortion. Like, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> it was kind of... <laughs> oh, if, no. if you want to put it out, oh yeah, for no. sure. This is going to be a really good oh, no. podcast. But I'm already day. really well, excited about it. Yeah, but yeah, and we've had some. There's going to be lots because if you saw the debates, there is no shortage of anything to discuss. And almost more interestingly, is the the punditary, the punditariat, all the political pundits. Yeah. um the day punditry. after the punditry thank you um the day after and then the day after that there yes. was there was some initial kind of like what the fuck did <laughs> we all just witness yeah and then there was like a lot of resignation the commentary podcast over this last week was has weird. been my favorite thing because like i john Horns at one time um what's her name, Uh, Christine, Yeah, had said something about the 25th. Yeah, Christine Rosen, who she had brought up the 25th Amendment or something like that, and John just had a breakdown. And it was the most hilarious thing to, like, witness audio, you know, I don't know what you call it, audiology. Uh, We can get into it when we start talking about COVID and some more and stuff like that. But, yeah, he was just like the fact that, like, if you're going to talk about the 25th Amendment, like, This is actually the time that this really could come into play, and not these other times when it was being raised by, you know, like General Kelly and it got leaked out and all this shit. Um, If we get a chance, um, because they didn't really bring it up during the Bates, which was interesting, the taxes, Trump's taxes, and the New York Times drop. They did for a little bit. And it was real. I mean, everything in that thing was real brief. There was almost no substance to almost any of it.
0: It, Well, it's. And I think part of that is because the. Topic changes seem to be dictated largely by the president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was because the driving force because his mind was at least if, if his mind, his, if he, if his speech was any reflection of what was happening in his brain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was so sporadic and shifted so fast that I mean, you know, he was talking about four different things in two minutes. Oh yeah. Um, and it was oftentimes, not oftentimes, but several times he was like even contradicting himself because it was just like anything that sounds like it might be a hit against
1: Joe Biden is what I'm going to say right now. Yeah. You know, it was like a boxing match in my mind. It was and just like hit I, for hit. And he came in there like Floyd Mayweather or not Floyd Mayweather, but uh, how Tyson's going to come back and just bam, bam, bam bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. Have you seen any of Tyson's training videos? Brutal. I am. Savagery. I'm legitimately terrified that he's going to murder somebody whenever they have that fight.
0: Well, and when when Cam Hanks was on there and they were yes. talking about him and and it was to listen I to Joe Rogan night. talk Whew. about the difference that he saw in Mike Tyson's mentality and when Mike Tyson was saying shit like, I don't want to awaken my ego. And then like he said that to Joe Rogan and then in a fucking Instagram post where he's not even yep. talking to Joe Rogan, he's saying that shit. That's like, he was... Really saying like these are planes that I don't want to cross in my life, and yep. he's like, "I'm fucking here. It's too it's late." Like the like dogs
1: the- of war have refired re- yes. my ego or some shit. And I was like, "Oh, this is not good." Am- <laughs> Joe Rogan, and it's like he's
0: like, "I'm genuinely concerned about." He Joe Rogan said that he had the table widened in his studio because he was so uncomfortable when he was interviewing Mike Tyson Yeah, that he, when he was moving to Texas, he thought he was like, Oh, maybe I'll make a smaller table. So it's like a more intimate conversation. And then he talked to Mike Tyson the second time around while he's like in his fight camp terrified him to the point that he, right, I'm like (laughs) yeah, terrified him to the point that he then chose to make his table wider so he had more space (laughs) in between him and his guests, which is hilarious. Well, and did you listen to both interviews over the... I have not listened to either of the Mike Tyson. Oh, man. And now I feel like I have to. You do. Yeah. You definitely do because... Before I was like, oh, he's smoking weed. I don't give a shit about Mike Tyson smoking weed. And then I was like, oh, he's kind of a crazy person now. I don't know that I want to listen to that, you know? But now I feel like I have to just so that I can see the the difference between the two people
1: because it's that's weird it's disturbing like just because i listened to that episode once upon a time and then i went back and watched it because if i listen to one of the jres that's really really good and i'm really into it like i'll go back and watch it again I like the following week or so hard yeah um which bt dubs like he's getting a shit ton of hate for the new studio and i don't really I I think think it's all right. I don't hate
0: it, but I don't. I don't. I don't don't like
1: it more than the last one. But then again, I don't really care. Right? He could be on like a black. I mean, like the uh, the Snowden background. Yeah. Right. Gray. Whatever. He could do that, and I'd be. I'm in because I'm more in for the content. But right. Um. But yeah, it's disturbing. Like I had a hard time listening to the second one. I was like, oh, this dude is just—he's a murderer—and like. That's that fucking scary. clip that uh, President Trump retweeted. Yeah. T- Mike Tyson talked about, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the like the orgasmic of violence or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was quite interesting. And just re-listening to it, I was like, man, this is unc- this is a new dude. President Trump is a crazy person. person, too, I think. He is. Um, I think that's why the two of them would really get along. Him and Tyson would be
0: homies. Did you listen to the Joe Rogans with Tim Dillon? Yes, understand. so listen that one
1: the other day too. I,
0: I was listening to that one yesterday when That's I was good. at work. Um, Tim Dillon's
1: funny as fuck. He's
0: man. super funny. I didn't even know who he was until he was on Joe Rogan the first time, and yep. I, I'm a huge fan because I um, saw that
1: his his claim to fame was that Sarah Palin thing that he did. Yes. Oh my! And that was like I laughed so hard. And yeah. I was like, that is fucking disgusting. and <laughs> fucked up, but goddamn it, it's funny. Um, and it's and, so good. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Megan McCain. Um, yeah. That was and, <laughs> Oh, the first time that he was on there was right after President Trump had done that press conference when he said like he wished Glenne Maxwell well. You know, he's oh, like, oh, yeah. I wish her well, and that was the take I loved the best from Tim Dillon that he was like, no, 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 like I'm f- I'm from New York. Like these are how these dudes talk that he's like like brushing it off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, he's, like, he's like, so he's like, you have to imagine him on a golf course and he's teeing off, and then he hits the ball and he's like. Yeah, I wish her well. You know, it's, it's almost just like it's—he's just brushing off. Like this is how I'm ending the conversation. You know, I thought that was—and not that, not that it wasn't an extremely inappropriate way for the question to be answered. But I thought that that was a way better take than like that's it. He's fucking just not even gonna address it. Like this is—I don't know. I. <laughs> I, I that guy's really funny. Tim Dillon's funny. really funny. He's a wild man. Big fan. <clears throat> so um.
1: before we get any further, yes. I wanted to take this chance to speak to our listeners. Yes. And, and just kind of right out the front, if you are listening to this and you are <sighs> digging what we're doing, yeah, please man. like, share, subscribe, whatever you're doing. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, you know, make sure to hit the like button. Make sure to subscribe to us. Turn the notification bell. If you're listening to this via podcast, get into them ratings. All that stuff really, really helps us out. We've been the Facebook and just social media in general right now has not exactly been uh, cooperating. It's with, a fucking war zone over it there. It is, it is a war zone, and so we need your help as listeners and viewers to just kind of spread the word. And that share is the it. most powerful thing you can do, yeah. and it is super easy. You don't even have to write anything; just hit the share button, bro. We got you. We got you. We would love you forever. Thank you so much. And with that. We'll carry on. Sorry. No, no, that's perfect. Um, So So let's talk about the debates real quick. Let's just jump into it. Oh,
0: I meant... God damn it!
1: Oh, no. I was going to
0: say this in the fucking Mm pre-show. The Oregon football schedule got released today. Oh, that's Uh, too bad.
1: Because... (laughs) Because thanks to President Trump, right, there is going to be college. (laughs) He brought back the SEC. Because that's, Um, like, apparently his thing now. Yeah, they've been playing for, like, two weeks.
0: I think today is week three in college football right now in some of the conferences. Um, it was totally dependent on conference. So I know like the SEC, the Big Ten, things like that. Mm-hmm. The bigger conferences
1: came back. Which um, just I, goes to show you how disconnected college football is actually from college. Yes. Almost as if they shouldn't belong together. Right? Yeah. Don't we don't need to talk Certainly. about that.
0: If there's, Yeah, because if there's billions of dollars to be made, then people are going to start jumping on, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> interesting that even though college students of all children, you know, let's just As a as a classification, right? Um, Which is sad that we can call college kids these days, just as a classification. But but I mean, even even myself, if I was in college, I would be included in this classification just for the for the reasons of this particular conversation. But it's interesting that. all of children, right? College students would be the most likely to get sick from COVID nineteen, but those are the ones that unquestionably like started to go back. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's all these questions about whether or not elementary students should go back, but so many of these colleges were like, "Oh, for sure, we're going back. Like we're yeah. going to try it. We're going to go for it." You know? They're the most likely to get sick, but but aren't a lot? Got to keep like, the, the fucking uh, checks rolling in, bro. But no, what I'm saying. Oh, UW. Super spreader moment. Not surprised. I love there all was a, a bunch of colleges that that happened at, that they went back, and there was fucking outbreaks, you know what oh, yeah. I'm saying? Why I why. Right. And if you're going back and Because are fucking
1: disgusting. Super
0: unhealthy. Yeah, super unhealthy.
1: I know, uh, yeah. It, so well, there's a... I and correct me if I'm wrong, because I have been looked too, too much into it, but yes. I've never seen a lot of stories where a lot of these Ivy League schools are only going back on... They're starting schools again, but it's still online learning. But the kids come back and they stay in the dorms. And then tuition, obviously, is exactly the same. Exactly the same. For... I don't need to get onto that. So we got to keep the box, fucking but... checks rolling in. Isn't
0: yeah. that interesting? Isn't right? it funny? The Follow kids who the need money. it the most, and that's what we keep fucking arguing, as good Democrats, that, you know, the public schools, they need the money. But we got to make sure the colleges keep the checks rolling. That's
1: right. That's keep them weird, going. It's super weird, right?
0: Because we have all those federal loans that are going through the colleges. We're going to make sure.
1: But well, not only that, but it, that's where all the politicians come from. I'm from these upper echelon schools, and there's maybe a, a dozen of them that almost every politician that has come into power in the, just say that has been there to been there for 20 plus years. Yeah. They all come from the same exact colleges from the same exact pedigrees from the same exact backgrounds. And we all wonder why we're in the situation we're in, but regardless, I wonder if college football is
0: back in in play. Yes. Oregon. Yeah. So Oregon, because the PAC 12 was one of the last conferences to come back. Obviously. Um, so are they playing today? Usually college ball is on no, Saturday, No, it starts right? in the beginning of November, yes. Okay. Uh, so colleges are playing today. The Pac-12 is not. It starts in the beginning of November. I think November 7th is their first game. Um, okay. And they have a short season. It's like seven or eight weeks. Usually it's a 12-week season, and so this this year it's like seven, eight weeks. Um, and usually they start the week before the NFL starts. There's a week of college football, and then in week two of college is week one of the NFL. Um, is usually how that goes and i i'm i'm pretty certain now that i said it i feel like i have that backwards but i'm like a thousand i'm like 99 sure that that's 99 yeah sure. one of them starts a week before the other one we'll go with it and it, it's, it makes it, sense to me it's college because i was watching the ducks game last year when the tv broke and i was in the middle
1: of the ducks game i and remember that the following day <laughs> was going to be when yes um god yes, i remember that I dude that remember. was life shattering you <laughs> <laughs> right before the game was like oh no
0: well, no, now, the TV. Now my fucking son, he stands in front of the TV and he fucking taps on it, bro. And I'm like, you,
1: I'm gonna. I got an extra wall mount. I know. You, oh, want, you want a wall mount? Have one? Yeah, I'll you, give it to you two, one. today.
0: Yeah, it's only been an issue for like a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and it's like only like once every couple of days. That I'm like, I, you're gonna
1: break it, and I'm gonna
0: fucking scream, and yeah. I'm gonna throw you against
1: a wall. Good Cause time to get I, that
0: thing up off the ground,
1: bro. I, got I love him. I I've love had him, this but... extra wall mount. It's yeah. a nice articulating thing. Blah blah blah. It holds like. Up till you know, like yeah. a movie theater screen. Yeah, you I'm guys should sure, that tonight.
0: I'm sure every listener with a toddler is like, "Why have you not? Why didn't you mount it before he was even born?" Because I'm, like, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It is. It's crazy to me. Like, and I, I'm not even trying to like have an ego or anything, but like, just how intelligent I know that I am. You know that we can have conversations like this, make content like uh-huh. this, but some of the stuff that, like. <laughs> Just, and that i do you know it just doesn't make well, sense the like problem is <laughs> it's a, it's the problem the here really shit, is Donovan. the simple stuff my yeah, brain is
1: like i don't well it's because what? you are such a rationally <laughs> yeah. grounded individual so everything you deal with is rational yeah. and logical and children are everything but that so, yeah. the the fact that you could be the father that you are today, and like, <laughs> I've seen you with Dax, and you are an amazing father, and all I this good stuff, but I know it ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it ain't easy for you, because you are not, You're going to be great when that kid is about eight years old. <laughs> that's, that's where you're really going to shine, man. Yeah. But up until now, you just need to buckle up and just get through it, yeah. because everything that he's going to do from now until then, and probably from probably honestly to the rest of his life is just going to be like yeah, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> now he's doing stuff like he, we were talking about this morning. There's some stuff that like, because I spend less time at home, you know, there are certain things like I want to do this with dad, you yep. know? Um, and so the last couple of weeks, like we've had to put him, down to sleep together. He doesn't mm-hmm. want just one of us to go in there like we both have to go in there. Um, there's some shit like if you like I only want dad to read this book right now and it's just not in particular books it's just at this particular moment dad I is the only dad. person that I would like to read this book you know. They call me like twice a day usually um, because either he'll wake up like asking for me especially on a Monday after I've been home over the weekend because any day that I'm home in the morning I'll go and get him in the morning you know mm-hmm. Cause that's I don't hardly ever have the opportunity so if I'm there in the morning I'll go and get him yeah, and so Monday, not even he gets up that early right Because he's right. smarter than the rest of us and so when I'm back to work on Monday and then I don't go and get him in the morning on Monday he's like what the fuck oh, yeah. You know, yeah yeah and so they'll like FaceTime me like twice a day usually because he'll at some point definitely Dada? Dada?
1: Oh, Dada. dude. It's heartbreaking. Nice,
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but it's nice, you know? It's nice to know that daddy gives a shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That he was always daddy. my... Yeah, not... I mean, having grown up without a dad, I'm like, I don't know, what if he just doesn't even care? You know, like, what if he's, like, oh, yeah. impartial to, like having a father, you know what I'm saying? So it's nice. To That's know. quite possible too.
1: That's totally a I mean, even personal, for, like even for a but. dude that grew up with his dad, didn't really get a relationship with him until like much later in life. Yeah, when, And then by then it was basically too late at that point. So don't feel like it's even if he is growing up with his dad, you know, he's a boy, Yeah, you know, they're not always, always outwardly affectionate and, uh, and open to things. But I think with you as a father, cause you are, And I think it might be much constantly. Well, and I think it might be because of how you were raised with basically nothing but women around all ladies. You are much more in tune with your, I don't want to say in tune with your emotions. You're much more aware of your emotions than most guys that I've ever met. Yeah. And so that'll probably, and that'll probably carry out to him, which is, I feel be a much healthier way to live, especially having his dad around. Yeah. So, you got yeah. a good thing going on, both you guys. I, mean, you know, I nice, guess nice to the people. boy
0: pretty pretty consistently, especially if he's, like, eating, you know? Because that's when he's, like, chill, when he's not moving, you know, when he's eating. He's yeah. just, he's in his happy place. Pacified, he's the zone. Yeah, by, by fucking, by nutrition. And, yeah, so I'm just like, God damn it, I love you. I tell him all the time, like, I fucking love you so much. Aww. And he goes,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I know. <laughs> I know. And that's why yeah. I'm going to do this. Because I know I can.
0: (laughs) He's pretty good. He doesn't really throw too much shit off his tray anymore. Yeah. He does sometimes, but not. It's not too bad. Not as bad like when he first got in there. You know, he...
1: Wait for the terrible twos to come around.
0: Bro, we're in it. We're so deep in it. Well, he's so advanced.
1: Yeah. That dude, he's like the smartest kid I've ever seen of his age, watching you all of the time.
0: He started when he blows his nose, right? Because he'll kill, snatch a tissue. And now we're just here talking about a fucking. Kid. He'll <laughs> grab a tissue. We're gonna start out light. He'll, he'll, you know, like, like pretend to blow his nose, and mm-hmm. then, like, when I do, I'll like fold the tissue up, and then, like, and he'll like do that and he'll, like wad it up, and then like twist it, like on his face. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's the smallest stuff that he's watching you do that he will then mirror when he goes to do it, you know? So he's blowing his nose the same way that he's watched me blow my nose fucking the whole time that he's been...
1: It's just weird. It is the, funny.
0: the little... Because that's little how listens. they do it, though, right? Yeah.
1: It totally makes sense, but it seems super cool when you're watching the it That's It's weird. That's it's awesome. It's super weird. Imagine if you have a semi-decent reflection of your self-reflection of yourself, though. If you're comfortable seeing yourself in something that's not you... How was that? Mm. It's really
3: fucking intimidating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that whenever we look over at Jordan for an answer, she just, you're like, all right, yeah, I will go ahead and say something now because I'm on the other side of the room, assholes, and I don't have a microphone. <laughs> I greatly appreciate that. I'm going to get, yeah, we're going to get you, you mount one yeah. into the wall over exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, you know, they we'll have our own version of the down. culture yeah. corner. Yes, yeah. yeah. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, yeah, so, so now um, that we've per- mentally gotten happy, yeah. we're going to go ahead and ruin our lives again by yeah. talking about the debate. Yeah, and then we'll end with sports. We'll try and yeah. bring it back up. So before we get into the nitty-gritty, can I just ask you? Yes. As as it began to unfold, what was your like emotional response? What was your reaction within, like, say, watching the first Ten minutes. Um, Once it actually started, I should say.
0: As with many things with the president, I, wa- I cannot say that I was shocked. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if I had to answer honestly, I expected his behavior to be pretty par with how it was in reality. Um, but I always hope... You know, that he's going to like take the opportunity to try and like get it together a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and, do you feel like he's like that in, all the time in his I, regular It's got to be genuine. At this point, four years of opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to rise above that type of behavior um, is never doing it. Yeah. So it, it has to be genuine. Like, it, I don't. At first, I thought it was a character, um, but I think it's genuine. I think that he just like so. So much a businessman, so egotistical, so Mm. self-centered that it's just, just doesn't care. You know, it's been so rich for so long that it's like, I don't, who gives a fuck,
1: you know? Totally disconnected. Yeah. Um, So would you say that, obviously no one will really ever know, but in your mind, would you have picked that out more as a deliberate strategy? Or kind of from what you're saying, it sounds like more you think that's just kind of who he is period i think
0: that his performance is partially a side effect if he was telling the truth because he was saying that like he wasn't preparing he wasn't doing you know like fake debates he wasn't doing prep debates or anything like that so i think it's partially that's a side effect of that like if he really wasn't doing any Mm -hmm. any debates prior with anybody going like a bulldozer then that's that's part of it part of it is you're contradicting yourself because you didn't even have a consistent line of logic that you're going to follow while you're out there. You just fucking went for it. And so, anything he you did. saw to take a shot on, you took the shot. And that's part of why he interrupted so much. Because when he when he debated Hillary, he interrupted, but nowhere near yeah. like this. Like, I know? didn't expect that. No. It was, I mean, in this... I was genuinely surprised at the point that Chris Wallace said, like, close towards the end, he was like, your campaign agreed to two minutes of uninterrupted speech for every topic, just for this. Like, all of the other 13 minutes or 12 minutes of... 11 minutes, sorry, of this segment. Oh, yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want because that's the open discussion. So I can, I can ask you not to, but if you're going to interrupt, it is what it is. But you agreed to two minutes. The fact that he was unable to shut the fuck up
1: for two minutes. Because on a lot of that like, shit... But realistically, it was like you it he couldn't stay silent for more than maybe 10 to 15 seconds. It was bad. Like and if on, you were actually to put a stopwatch to it. Oh, yeah. Like 10 to 15 seconds is very reasonable to... The longest pause that he had. And there was a lot of.
0: There was a fair amount of times in which Joe Biden was fucking himself over. And if he. Oh, yeah. And if he would have just been allowed to just go,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he would have done it himself. But because President Trump felt like he. Or one is unable to contain yeah. himself. Is he, he. To is. like take a shot, he couldn't even. Yeah. But just a lot just couldn't like let it happen. that would have been a better debate strategy for convincing people to vote for him if he would have allowed Joe Biden to exhibit himself mm-hmm. why he was incapable of being president. And I think and that's probably trying to just
1: these shots. Yeah, which is made You look like an asshole. And I think it's I mean, if this guy I am not a psychologist but <laughs> I'm we are not pretend I am right now. salt of the streets. Um, Let's just put that out there right from now. From a layman's perspective, um, knowing the little tiny bit I do about psychology, right? This man is a egomaniac. Oh period, yeah. Right. He is, I don't think there's much real personality within him, within him. I think he is about 90 to 95% ego period.
0: I mean, they were saying that they got to like say his name
1: as many times as possible in the morning briefing. So yeah. that he'll like fucking pay attention to what yeah. they're saying. You know? And I mean, whether or not that's true, I'm not I'm not gonna Who say, knows? But I think his behavior exhibits that. Yeah. I think this debate is probably especially if he wasn't doing debate prep. Right. And it was just just went into this thing like he does everything else. Because he is good at riffing. He can just do it. It's I a mean fucking comedian, bro. He, he, he is, is a master of
0: comedian. The hundred timing
1: is impeccable. Yeah. When he was, gets up at his fucking rallies and talks for three hours, maybe sixty minutes of it is on yeah. a prompter or something like that. The dude just he knows how to play to a crowd. To He knows how to just be the center of attention and be in charge like that. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything else to him. I was, you um, know. And so, sorry, the point I was going to get at yeah. about his, him being, an, you know, basically all ego is his ego is so intense that he can't allow someone the pleasure or acknowledgement of even, like, in the purely colloquial political suicide You know, they can't even, he, his ego can't let somebody kill themselves. He has to kill them. Right. He can't let them just step back and take care of it himself and bury themselves by whatever it is they're going to say. Yeah. He feels like his ego needs to be there so he could take the kill. And I think that's, that might be just from what I saw in the debate. Which was I mean, it's a terrible strategy because he's about the worst person to try to deliver anything that he actually thinks, yeah, but like he's not good at expressing himself or describing ideas or you know a lot of different things. but I think that's that was my take anyways, yeah out of that whole thing, and I wonder if that do you think that has any validity? Uh, I, f- I think it has to. Um, right. it's, it's, in some
0: factor. It's Yeah, it has to play some factor in it. Because um, otherwise,
1: what do you do? I mean, you're not, if you won't give somebody enough rope to hang themselves in the political sense, yeah. which is usually the smart thing to do, What do you, what is wrong with you? Yeah, and I,
0: <laughs> I think that you're right because we've seen in the past, you know, he wants to attribute credit, Always to himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always things that he's done. I did this. Even, I mean, they even talked about it in the bay when he said, "Like I've done more for Black people. I've done more than anybody else in history for Black people, other than maybe the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. The I possible almost, exception of Abraham Lincoln. I almost pissed my pants when I heard him say that because I wrote it down because I me? because I listened to it live. It was during one of those press conferences for yeah. Corona, and I like I almost pissed my pants." I laughed so hard. I was at work. I had to go back and listen to it again because I, and we talked about it in one of these episodes um, because I fucking laughed so hard. I could not believe that he had said that. And right. So, I mean, because it seems so obvious. Who does that? Yeah. So, you have to be right about the egomaniac
1: part. Um, Remember what happened to the Beatles? Like, oh, we're bigger than Jesus. And what happened? Yeah. And then, and dude, yeah. it don't work out that well. Like, you can't be better than everything else. People don't like to hear that. Yeah. Because by doing that, you're essentially, if you're putting that off in the language that, whatever you're saying, right? If you're putting out that vibe that I am just better than everyone, especially this guy right here, it's off-putting to almost everybody. Because nobody likes to be told they're lesser than someone else. Yeah. Especially when they're somebody that's so elite that they're in a completely different world. It is so off-putting. I cannot – I just don't think that should be underestimated.
0: And I think that it's possible, um, kind of to the point of him being an egomaniac, that he for so long has made his money off of the news cycle, you know? Yeah. Um, His attention media attention yeah even as president that's still like a big focus you know and it that's evident just in his tweeting and stuff like that saying things that he knows for certain are going to you know catch catch fire and fury yeah yeah and so i i mean that's i think that plays uh a factor in that you know is just anything anything to for more time in the spotlight you know um and
1: yeah it, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's kind of why I wanted to ask that right off the beginning because I feel like that's something that should be almost flushed out a little bit before yeah. you talk about anything that happened within the debate. <clears throat> because that energy, that that persona, that presence ran throughout the entirety of everything. And it affected yeah every topic that got hit
0: and I want to throw in real quick um, <clears throat> I for sure and I'm pretty sure you did to live tweeted
1: this debate um, I tried uh, yeah I and I've just we'll to say I drank we can. so fast um, so I drank so much so fast and that we I didn't trust myself and
0: we Twitter usually anymore. do that for events like this when there are yeah. big things that are on and so just f- so that everybody knows you know a lot of our Initial takes come out in the tweets, right? And so yep. you can find that. Our Twitter is I'm at, I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter. He's at Big Bird Offie. Um, and that's on both those things. I'm at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. You can find all this on our website, Salt of the Streets, YouTube at Salt of the Streets, Instagram at Salt of the Streets, Facebook, Salt of the Streets. It's all there. Um, but yeah, we do a lot of live tweeting during yeah. big events like this. So certainly. We'll definitely if,
1: be doing something <clears throat> for the, uh, the yes, VP debate. If
0: the next debate, we will definitely be.
1: Live tweeting during the
0: VP debate. If 100%. the next presidential debate happens, Colin and I are going to watch that one together and. We might try to live <clears throat> stream it. We try and live stream it. Yeah, yep. we're going to try and. So it'll probably be a setup yep. very similar to this with a, another computer here with the fucking yeah, the debate on I it. I can
1: put my. Yeah, we can do that. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. We'll have to do it through C SPAN, I believe, because I think everybody else has got their rights to their own shit. I can't quite know how that works but the c-span shit worked perfect the last time i watched it yeah so i'd imagine i
0: watched it on youtube yeah. on and essentially so.
1: i think we could probably do a picture in picture right here oh with i just the desktop. oh yeah that's probably so. a good idea too we can but. totally do that
0: <clears throat> exactly and then we can yeah we can have clips and stuff like that live reactions and whatnot oh yeah um, but it's i have a couple of timestamps here so if we um end up wanting to pull the clips from it then we can do that cool um but so i took before i took my notes just like kind of through the debate, you know, I started and then just went on. So
1: it's all in chronological I, order. What's um, funny, I did the same thing, except I stopped. You could tell the point that I was like, this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And um, it wasn't that far s- into it.
0: <laughs> so when it started, the first question was about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. The very first question was about who fills the seed and why they should get to fill the seed, yeah. right? And so, <clears throat> excuse me, let's start here right so we talked last time we were here about the fact that ruth bader ginsburg had died and i think we just kind of mentioned it didn't really discuss it for very long but I definitely want to have this this discussion because as soon as it happened, obviously the fucking world fell apart. Everybody started to freak out. What's going to happen? It was like the very same day that Mitch McConnell said that he was going to force through the sea. He was like, I'm going to do it. I don't care. Right. Josh Keaton texted me. I talked to like two or three different people about this. Even Josh Keaton was like, I don't know what anybody else expected from Mitch McConnell. Right. Yeah. And so my personal take on it. Right? Because I'm a believer in precedent. I think that it's wild. And so is Mitch McConnell, at least for like from what that he says. Uh, I think that it's crazy that... Mitch McConnell's a fan of
1: legal precedent. It,
0: exactly. So I think that it's crazy that he set the precedent four years ago that by saying, like, oh, well, if it happens in an election year, then, you know, we should wait till the election happens. There is more to that. It's, it doesn't make it less bullshit. No, But there is no. more to that. But that... That was the gist of his argument, right? I remember having that discussion of like – and so I think that that's interesting. But again, the same thing as President Trump and the debate, you know, if I were to really be pressed on it, I'm like, well, of course he's going to fucking fill the seat. Like, it's of course he is. I wouldn't expect anything else. It's turtle man. That's what he does. So – I don't know what anybody else expected, right? And because there isn't a written rule
1: for how this should go, mm-hmm. he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. You know? And so And you can call him a hypocrite as much as you want. Certainly and, and he and is I would just but... tell you this right now. Politics is the act of being right, hypocritical right. and getting away with it. I yeah. mean, the fact that he was successfully able to connive the Senate's well and the the president's the constitutional responsibility to oh, what's the terminology in the Constitution? Essentially, like, uh, vet. You yeah, know, the president's nominee and stuff like that. Um, I can't remember the verbiage. It's pissing me off. But, um, like, that's their constitutional responsibility to do that. The fact that he wouldn't allow that, and he got the... He essentially got... He got away with it. He, yeah. he convinced everybody that due to it being, you know, a lame duck presidency, blah, 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 excuse number, that like, it's not... We're not going to do this. Yeah. You know, it's like, this isn't fair. Like, we get, how, how is this possible? And the fact that he's reneging on that now and be, well, like, hey, I'm going to fulfill my constitutional responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's called, that's because he's a, gr- he is an amazing, amazingly talented politician. He's been there this long for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And it, the sad thing is, people like Joe Biden and stuff who are, he's, Joe Biden, what, during his time in the Senate was probably, at this point if you took his performance back then compared to what Mitch is doing now like he's the number 2 guy yeah like in skill level if he was in still a, in the like, senate he would be yeah, fucking he'd, he'd, he'd be, be right ruthless there. Yeah. because he always has been he'd be just as yeah. bad as Chuck Schumer he'd, but Ch- well Chuck Schumer's but more ruthless but yeah Chuck Schumer's d- he's not that good at it <laughs> i don't want to say yeah. he's dumb he's no, just he's not terrible. that good at it cuz he's still pretty good he's right. just not Mitch is on another level man and so there's constitutionally it is the responsibility of the senate to hold the confirmation hearing upon the president nominating a a replacement in the supreme court yeah. constitutionally is their responsibility and so he's not technically wrong now he was technically wrong back then but he got away with it so now he's he's free and clear to do whatever he wants right and he's gonna and he is shoving that thing through i mean i think lately because a slight aside because of the president's covid diagnosis like they're like, oh, you you can't, you guys can't still be doing this. I mean, shit, there's two senators now that are on the judiciary yes, that got it. Right, like, you can't, you can't do this. Still, they're like, yeah, we can. They can Skype in. We're yeah. still going to do this. And we're going to do it. <laughs> it's fine. He's fine. He's just at Walter Reed for a few days. We're still doing this. <laughs> the dude is a master, man. Yeah, and fuck him for being so good yeah but technically he's not doing anything wrong
0: so let me ask this right because whether i is, like it or not this is one of the things they talked about joe Biden even said it that like you know this is on the ballot in the court right because yeah. that's one of these big things it's like oh well you know the people of the united states should have a say in who gets to fill this seat hard no we shouldn't i think that's bullshit i think that is a bullshit argument right yeah. and i wrote it like it's in my phone. document
1: right here Contradicts that
0: statement. Yeah, I wrote it in my phone. Though, so let me even pull it up and all right because it was like right before we went to bed that I mm-hmm. wrote it.
1: Um, so healthy that we're looking at this stuff as we're going to bed.
0: Yeah, isn't
1: that? It's like n- rule number one: don't do that. But hey, that's how we live our lives.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's you gotta. I mean, you gotta, the American people don't have a right to say in the Scotus
0: nomination because there's no way to know when it happens. Word, right? Okay, so that was it, right? So there's no way to even to know. When, it's, when going it's going to happen, right? Because the fact of the matter is that if Amy Comey Barrett is is
1: placed Coney. in Coney, Coney, right? I've heard so many. So, I, it might be my ears playing tricks on me, but I've heard so many people when they say Amy Comey Comey Barrett, Barrett. <clears throat> that, that 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 name now is poison to me. Um, yeah, Comey. Um, <laughs> so if she's placed on the Supreme Court, right? Yes. And
0: God forbid, right? But if if. Heaven if forbid. Joe Biden, I don't mean that, I mean, no, 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 I mean, but... From their perspective. After, if she's placed on the court, and then Joe Biden gets into office, right? Mm -hmm. And then, God forbid, fucking two weeks after he's inaugurated, like, half of the seven members of the Supreme Court die in a fucking bombing? he's going he's gonna to nominate seven members of the Supreme Court, yes. right? Nobody is going, and that's like a very extreme example. So mm-hmm. if Brett Kavanaugh gets shot the next day, right? Nobody is ever going to think that Joe Biden is going to have the responsibility of filling Brett Kavanaugh's seat because he's fucking 40 years old. We're going to expect him to be there forever, right? There's no way to know when a Supreme Court justice is going to have to be chosen. And so why the fuck would the American people have any that's not even like in part of the the well, ballot or anything. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think
1: that's kind of the general consensus of that feeling, though, is the fact that like at this point, the Supreme Court is really no less political than anything else to the American public. And yeah. so if there be, if there is a seat vacancy, maybe the public should have a say in what they say. That's gross. At that point, like, well, I'm, I know. Yeah, and but that's because we, of how tainted yeah. it has become. People now I mean, you gotta remember, this is no longer a democratic republic. I mean right. it is structurally, right. but this is a populist demo- this is it's like it's a populist version of that, right? Which almost instantly degrades essentially into just pure democracy, which is dangerous. Yeah. Which is also why we're on the brink of war. But the way like that that feeling that it has become so political that we should have a say in it, there is some validity in people feeling that, whether or not it's right constitutionally because wrong. it is not. They are wrong to, yes. f- to to think that. You can feel that I way the as much as you want.
0: Yeah, but you're still wrong. Yes. So it's like yes. people that
1: do feel that, there is, like, I understand that. I understand where it comes from. But the problem with trying to be logical and tie yourself to a, a, a core belief system and a core ethical system that we do as a nation The constitution the bill of rights yeah you know declaration of independence like we we need to stick to that otherwise we're not really any we're not exceptional anymore like we do have those rules because we understand the danger of democracy we understand the danger which is why the the republic aspect comes into play because it's a check on a the classical 51 percent ruling the 49% like that is a recipe for disaster no matter which way you split it because roughly half the country hates each other at that point yeah and it's it's time to say we don't want to live together anymore it's time for divorce and that doesn't end well and so we you can feel that way but you have to understand that in a logical and rational sense we need to stick to the rules that were laid out otherwise people get angry and And then then we start conflicts otherwise this system is worked real fucking well for a long time the founding fathers thought we'd have a hell of a lot more revolutions than we've ever had it's worked out for a while let's all we got to do is just put faith in that system and we'll be fine no matter how dirty it appears to be playing we are the system at that point no matter how corrupt the politicians are we have this safe this backstop called the constitution we can fall back on that until it takes time to clean house and you know we can do what we need to do electorally to get the right thing going again that's possible it just it takes a lot of patience and it's really hard right and so again just don't i hate i don't want to like disenfranchise people that feel like it's wrong that this is happening and essentially being kind of like they feel like well they're they're lying they lied back then and now they're forcing through somebody like, but technically, this is the way it's supposed to be, and you need to understand yeah. that it will come back around, and it will be okay. And I guess I just don't...
0: I probably should, but I don't have as much patience for... Patience maybe isn't the right word,
1: but... Understanding? <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, maybe
0: forgiveness,
1: something. I'm not sure. Problem is, the we number can see of people for, that feel that way in, in my life seem to be growing, and i become a become a, a, a really small minority that think that way, and it's hard to... Because a lot of them do have rational reasonings behind this, but I still understand that. Like but you can't you can't you can think that way as much as you want, but you can't right. try to actually put that into action. Right. And so what
0: I'm saying is I don't I don't have as much leniency for people who don't understand yeah. the system. Like that's and I get it. That's
1: fine that you it's, feel it that it can be hard to immerse yourself in that world if everybody's seeming to just go insane and lose their mind and you're the only one that's left and now i'm like i'm okay what just i don't want to talk about it guys whatever right we've had we've all had conversations but if this is the way everyone's if everyone's jumping overboard i'm not going but like i'm not gonna i'm done telling you guys it's a bad idea now and i'm not asking anybody to immerse themselves in. no 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 no. no. i'm just saying that's the way i felt maybe i give more people some more it's it's a problem Sorry. Let me finish.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I I don't have as much leniency for people who don't understand the system. That's fine that they feel that mm-hmm. way, but that's not my fucking problem. And We had a similar conversation last night with Jordan about the Electoral College and the popular vote. That's fine that you, not you, but like colloquially that people don't she brought up she brought up donald trump not having won the popular vote but he won the electoral college right and so there are people who feel like it's like not legitimate i said and that's fine but they're wrong and i don't care that they feel that way because they're fucking wrong like that's that's fine that you feel that way but you're wrong still you know at the end of the day and i don't i don't have leniency for that because i don't care that you didn't pay attention to how the electoral college works when we were in school so there's some stuff that i had to learn afterwards that we've talked about as far as like super delegates and shit like that that really fuck the system around oh yeah that they don't teach you about in school you know because that's not the core of the system that's not how it should be that's an aftermarket
1: thing that we stacked on that's a really good like, point like do you know what i'm saying yeah
0: and so but but as far addressing as, the
1: the core foundation of it not addressing right where it's really but at. It,
0: as far as the actual basic workings of the electoral college if you don't understand that that's not my fucking problem and i'm not gonna take the time to explain that to you because mm-hmm. you should get it and if you are like that's <laughs> not that's not how this works and it's only fucking 46 percent, and blah 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 that's not how it works here that's not mm-hmm. how this system works and so i don't even like entertain conversations about like well and it not not at all, because I'm certainly willing to have conversations with people about, like, different perspective systems, you know? But, like, well, this just isn't right. Like, I, I'm not going to even have this You're conversation. Like, no, actually, because actually, it is. Sorry. This is how this works, facts, you know? Facts don't care about your feelings. Right. right. And it's, yeah, that's the same thing with Mitch McConnell. That's like, it I is. don't know what else you would expect. I also don't agree with it. I think it's yeah. shady as fuck. Like, I don't
1: like it more than you do, man. Yeah, but it's... And
0: it's I, supposed to happen. And I compared it to gerrymandering, too, like, put it, like partisan yeah. gerrymandering, that yeah. when that like decision it. came down from the Supreme Court that we were like, you're saying that you're not going to do anything because it's supposed to be this way. And they're like, yes, yeah, 100%. Okay. It's dark as fuck, <laughs> but it's, po- it's political at its core. Yep. So it's supposed to be this way. You are supposed to try and elect delegates and representatives and weird little county workers that believe in what you believe in so they can try and draw up the fucking districts how they want. That's weird. That's weird. And it doesn't feel yep. right. But
1: that's how it was designed. And I don't. There's some shit that. And I mean, if you read it out of like, you read the actual language, like you can't help but get any other takeaway. Yeah. You have to be like, well. It is what it is. Really? Yeah. This is 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 just how it is. is You
0: sure. You need to be better. That's why political science exists. That's why these career paths exist. Because you need to be better. That's i watched a movie last week called the ides of march have you ever seen this movie no it has george clooney in it it has mm. fucking ryan gosling in it right of course and george clooney is a governor who's running for president and
1: what is this, what is this movie the
0: it's a fucking colin it is a it immediately became one of my favorite movies it the is a fucking I... great ides i-d-e-s the ides of march yeah. Wow. So 2011 immediately became one of my favorite movies, right? I've seen this. Yeah, so George Clooney's running for president and Ryan Gosling is like the co-chair of his campaign. And so it's about the inner workings and the darkness and the shady things that they have to do just in just a few weeks, you know. Fucking amazing. Seems pretty on point from
1: The Little That We Know. Yeah, why did I bring this up? Cuz the darkness, how things work not liking how it happens but that's it's the right way to happen electoral college gerrymandering i really threw you off yeah no that's okay
0: um but that whole movie is 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 about that you mm-hmm. know it,
1: the it's, fact that it's super shady but that's how it works
0: yes yeah that it's it's all
1: just the background nastiness of of that, you how, know? And, how we're watching the sausage being made Nobody likes watching the sausage being made. Yeah. yeah. Right? But you love
0: sausage. Exactly.
1: Oh, oh, this is what I was saying. So
0: you have to be better, right? They have to be better. And so they were the... At a certain point, Ryan Gosling meets with a competitor's campaign manager because he's trying to convince Ryan Gosling to come and work for him, right? And so they're all talking kind of generally about the Democrats because it's during the primary for them to win, you know, the the spot on the ticket, right? And so they're talking about... The primaries are vicious. and That's all, like, within the party. So Paul Giamatti is the opposite chair that's trying to convince ryan Gossin to come and work for him so paul giamatti is talking about the democrats need to play harder because that's why the republicans always win because they don't always play by the rules they're not always trying to be good they're fucking nasty right and that's i have heard no shortage of people say that over the last 10 years you know that it's i even. Again, Josh Keaton asked me, he's like, why do you think that, like, the Democrats have these issues? You know, it's like, because they uphold this appearance, or have tried to for so long. I'm like, oh, we're we're better than that. You know what I'm saying? We're putting ourselves above this. Like, it's all this shit. And, like, in certain times like the presidential debates you have to do that Joe Biden would have won if he would have not talked shit to Donald Trump during this whole thing and would have kept it together and just gone on about himself but when you're talking about like the dark inner works and yeah. your politics you need to be fucking nasty you, you have to be fucking dark and gross so that you can win so otherwise you can... you'll because your opponents gonna do it to you yes exactly exactly oh. because if you're a Democrat the
1: Republicans are gonna oh. do it to you because they don't give a shit you everybody, know what I'm everybody wants to go into the campaign be like I going to run a clean campaign we're not gonna get in in the mud we're not going to start throwing shit exactly like, but they all end you up you have to it.
0: play dirty to get to a point where you can play clean right yeah. we're playing clean is the way to win because when you're at that level of like of being president acting presidential is how you win mm-hmm. that's how you get there part of why donald trump won or lost in my opinion is because he lost talk? the debate lost the debate, right, is, he was provided with a few opportunities where he could have looked presidential. Oh one of the yeah. the biggest one maybe that he's ever had in the last four years. It was like on a silver platter. When they're talking about Bo Biden. Yes. Right. And he says, Oh, do you like Bo Biden, right? My son, all this stuff. Like he served, he did this, right? No. And then he died of cancer. And Donald Trump says, No, I'm talking about Hunter Biden, the one that does drugs and crack cocaine yeah. and all the shit, right? You yeah. could you had the Best, the most golden opportunity to be mm-hmm. a president, to act fucking decent for a moment and say, you know what? You're right. And the whole country appreciates your son's service, and I cannot apologize enough that you lost him before his time because of a horrible disease like cancer. Yep. And as president, I'm going to do everything I can to rid this country of cancer, to rid the world of cancer. That's part of my deal. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Yep. Spin it into a thing about how you're going to make health care better. Yep. Instead, you're like, oh, what's that? Hunter likes to do cocaine. What's up with that Russian
1: money? What about this? Barisma? Blah blah blah. What the fuck? Dude, it like s- when- like you can't get a, a more straight down the center oh. pitch. Nice, slow, coming right at you. You just gotta whack it out of the park. And you can't
0: you're so blinded
1: yeah. by your ego, you can't do
0: that. And those are the kingmakers, right? And kingmaker, for anybody who doesn't know, is a term that a lot of people use for like people who have money, right? Just yep. I'm a kingmaker. I have the money, I have the power to push somebody into a position of power, yep. right? Those the moments tech companies and Elon Musk. Right. Those are king making moments right there. When you're running for an office that's that high, that's a kingmaker. Oh yeah. That is for you to Act like a fucking president. This was well, the biggest thing in this whole thing. Shut up, Donald. This whole shut, up, shut the fuck up. Stop it. Just just stop, right? Hands Call down. the
1: president of the United States during a debate, Donald.
0: Yes. Hands Bro. down. Hands down. Worst debate I've ever seen. One of the least productive conversations I have ever seen in my entire life. If you can even classify it as a conversation. Joe Biden can't hang. Donald Trump needs to shut the fuck up. And Chris Wallace probably shouldn't have a job on TV anymore. It was one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen in my whole life. It was terrible. The whole thing was terrible. Did, oh,
1: but did you not, at some point, feel bad for Chris Wallace? Because no matter what you do, no I winning. think whoever signed up for this gig as a moderator was committing suicide, career suicide. Because there is no possible way that you can control those two batshit crazy individuals. Biden, you know, can stay in his lane when he needs to because he's shown it before during other debates. Trump can't, he has proven himself time and time again to be uncontrollable. He's fucking uncontrollable. asking for drug tests
0: a few days before the debates. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Joe yeah.
1: Biden's going to be on some type of performance enhancing drugs. So how we much, should probably do a drug test before maybe for How much maybe sleep check you for microphones. got that night? None. Like, oh, fuck, I screwed this thing I, up. This I is think terrible. he
0: probably slept a lot after he pounded fucking two-fifths of whiskey when he got back to his house. I can't imagine. I don't know what the fuck I would do. If I was Chris Wallace and I left there, I'd be screaming. Like, I don't... What the fuck just happened to you? I probably would have like, walked
1: out. I'm not going
0: to lie. I'm, like, I'm sorry. This... What's supposed to be the presidential debate, right? Between two people who are going to run the goddamn country. This is how this conversation went for ninety uninterrupted minutes on fucking C-SPAN, which is something I really
1: appreciated, though. I will say that
0: ninety uninterrupted minutes—that was nice. That was nice. Big old fan of that. We were watching it as any good parents should, as any good citizens
1: should, because even if even if you hate him, you should be watching that shit. Even my mom was watching. She was like, "Are you watching this?" I was like. Of course I am. I was I am sorry to, that you are watching this, but yes. I was talking is... to Larry
0: Dixon on Twitter, I was talking to Josh Keenan. I was I was live tweeting, bro. I was hitting it. And so at a certain point, you know, Dax has to go to bed and so like we started the bath and Jordan's watching it on her phone in the bathroom while he's getting, taking oh. his bath. And I have the volume turned up on the TV so I can hear it while I'm like cleaning up and like doing all that shit out in the living room. It's it was um like Felt two very different ways, right? Mm-hmm. On one hand, I was like, "This is extremely entertaining." Ex- like, I, at certain points, I was laughing. At certain points, I was my mouth yeah. was a gate because I was so shocked. And at the same time, I was deeply, deeply saddened that this is the current state of American politics. That these are the two people because neither of these two men deserve to be president. No. With what I saw there, neither of those two men deserve no.
1: to be president. And at Brett Weinstein all. just maybe a week and a half ago. Stood down Unity 2020. He stood it down. He said, nope, we're too close anymore. It's it's these two people. Everybody, we're not going to fuck with the vote anymore. We're out. Bro, this is the time. Yeah. Unity I... should be around. Dan Crenshaw and Tulsi Gabbard if running for president. There were and more. VP. Can you imagine that ticket? <sighs> I have, they're two like I don't agree with both of them necessarily, right. but I I like them as people, and I would love to see both of them working together as a team to lead the country. Three that weeks
0: ago, three weeks ago on a Wednesday in the murder garage, me, John, and Casey, we said the exact no same way. thing is that I would vote for a Gabbard Crenshaw ticket all day, all day, all day, especially would, in comparison to this it Bucary. would for me it would have to be gabbard crenshaw but i would yeah. vote for it i would do me it too. i would vote for that there's a not enough shit that i agree with dan crenshaw on for me for him to be my guy yeah but i agree be
1: as close on that side the, as that i the can find core principles
0: of being tied yeah. to the constitution i appreciate and i know that pressed he would make the right decision yeah for me there's so on dan crenshaw there's like so much publicity and shit like that around him, that it, like, really...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's, like, a, t- a total show for the Republican Party at the end of the day.
1: You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because Which he's still so new. Yeah, but Which I don't necessarily hold against him too much because i understand that right. at this point you still need to play the game but i still
0: can't get down for you if that's how you're gonna
1: be right i can't it's fucked. Yes. like it's it's there's unfortunately a, there's no it's a double-edged sword and, i need you to be this way but i know also that you'll never really get institutional power right. that way because he'll be more
0: productive within the party that way and within yes. the system Hard whereas tulsi gabbard i've like you're on the primary I'm throwing my hat in for you because you know, she's like I don't give a fuck I'm just I'm gonna vote I want I'm gonna say what the fuck I want I'm gonna keep winning my seat because these people get down with it in Hawaii and fuck the rest yeah. of the party so I appreciate that like that mentality but as a Republican he doesn't necessarily have that freedom or else yeah. he's Rand Paul and you're gonna yeah. be the butt of everyone's joke for the rest yep. of forever and you're gonna you know? get shit
1: kicked out of you Rand and Paul COVID, or the curly haired guy what's it? what's the curly haired guy's name uh, da, 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 um, you know, oh, you know, what I'm talking about. I do. He's the other guy that J- Jason Amash. No, 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 no Amash. No, no, no. This guy's uh, white. The other guy. This guy's white. Amash. No, I know who you're talking about though. Yes. Massey Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey. He was. I don't he was think pretty that that's strong. No shit. No. <clears throat> that's okay. It but doesn't he's really real matter. close to that. Yeah, Rand, um, Rand Paul, Lane. Yes. And old Rand had a stroke. You saw that? Yeah, it's Man, no sorry. good. But he's
0: doing good from the looks of it. Um, so let's keep going on with this, yep, right? So, so yeah.
1: So the first thing I talked about
0: was obviously was... Can see, I so, leave you for a so, second?
1: What's that? Can I leave you for a second?
0: <laughs> Can you monologue on yes, something? Yeah. I'm about to burst for some yeah, reason. No, that's fine. Um, so let's see. What's the next thing that I have here? Um, another thing that I have a huge problem with that we kind of talked about a little bit last week when John Sattuck was here um, is... And Colin even lent to it a little bit, um, is talking about the politicization of the Supreme Court. Um, So many of our issues, I believe, especially regarding laws, come down from this. And there was a huge moment where Joe Biden was talking about Roe v. Wade um, being on the ballot in the courts. And this is on the ballot in the courts. And all this stuff is on the ballot in the courts. Um, And that's because he is presuming with open evidence of the way that judge Amy Coney Barrett is going to rule on certain cases. If they're put in front of her in the Supreme court, I understand because like I said, of the evidence of the things that she's written, the things that she said, why people would think that she might rule that way. But we've also seen just in the last four years through Neil Gorsuch and through Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh that the people that have written certain things and ex- And espouse certain opinions will not necessarily rule that way because that's not their fucking job. And bless you, so many people, regular citizens, are not able to get past that because their parents and the media is telling you this is a liberal judge. This Mm -hmm. is a conservative justice. Oh, they hate Roe v. Wade. They hate all this shit. They're embedding it in you that you can't even conceive of somebody ruling against their personal opinion because why would they fucking do that because it's not their job you know we should all hope please everyone (laughs) don't hear what i'm not saying right Um, in the context of this conversation we should all hope for more justices like brett kavanaugh and neil gorsuch because they have gone in there and they have ruled against things ruled in ways that go against their personal opinions that they hold politically and personally, mm-hmm. that's what a good judge does. That's what a good Supreme Court justice does yeah if, it's not about their opinion, it's about yeah. the way that the Constitution is laid out and I was saying that you had talked about that just unlike the previous topic that that so many of our problems are coming from that, and people are yeah. just not even taught. anymore you know so i had a huge problem with joe biden talking about things being on the ballot in the courts you know what i'm saying because that's not the way we should even be explaining things to people you know is for sure if he puts if donald trump puts somebody in they're going to rule against roe v wade you're not gonna be able to get abortions your uterus is locked up you don't have any women's rights anymore it's hold on yeah that's a fucking woman. She's a woman. That's a lady, and you're talking about how she's against women's rights. She's a fucking woman. Like I, I'm shocked that that's still
1: that's. It's like a. Well, it's, the nice thing is, it's not gaining too much traction anymore. No, I just like and, a lot of these I things mean, are being thrown against her, and then it's like. Not really. The Sorry, women's guys. rights thing—you can't just smear him like he did Kavanaugh, right? Smear using, her. I mean,
0: using women's rights as like like, like the shield, pseud- a pseudonym for like abortion rights, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is really odd. Because that's like just to say that there are no women who are pro life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That don't believe that, that should happen. Which is not fucking
1: true. You know, and I think that's yeah. that's fucking weird. But, but like when you take the point of the argument when you take when you take a stand in the argument where you say, Okay, no, I support a woman's right to choose. That's the ultimate woman's right. Right. And so they they devolve it to that Hundred fifty thousand foot view of yeah. it, and then they could just say, "Well, she's not for women's rights." I mean, it's weird, bro. That's a weird how you yeah. are trying to. I know
0: what you're saying. It's a hard sell. I don't know how you're trying to justify That's that. It's a hard sell. It is. They call black people racist, you know, and like the new you know? and this is like slightly off, but like just in the last couple weeks because of Amy Coney Barrett, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, oh well, so you know, people oh, who yeah. adopt black children, like they can
1: also be racist. Courtesy you know? of Max Kendi and of I of mean "How to Be an Anti-Racist," I is suppose, one of the most racist public figures that I have experienced in my lifetime. I suppose that terrifying. it is
0: certainly possible for a white person to be racist and also adopt black children, but it does yeah. seem counter—that it would be counter to their core ideals to yeah. To take care of somebody that they believe is inherently inferior to them, and that's not to say that they couldn't adopt them to mistreat them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure that there's at least one example somebody or to try to
1: quote unquote, you know, better. Uh,
0: right, but I don't. There doesn't seem to be any
1: evidence that I think humans are better. Judge than that. Amy Coney Barrett yeah. is On adopting
0: whole. children from Haiti, I believe. To Hold power over them to exhibit, wipe. I don't. That's
1: yeah. Or to convert, sell, them you know? from their savage ways or whatever. That Aver seems Candy really said. weird. Yeah. Um, a y- you gotta, you gotta really despise humanity. I think to believe that that is, you know, because y- you can't dis, you can't believe that it doesn't exist. Because I'm sure, sure it does. Certainly it does. Right? But and you have what, to be really fucked up to think that, like, that's the norm. Well, that's what Ibram Kennedy was. like, He's like, I'm not saying that
0: this is what she's... He was tweeting, when he's like, I'm not yeah. saying this is what she's doing. But historically, people have, you know, adopted black children so that they can do this and this and this. Like, mm-hmm. I... What, that's, if you're not okay. saying so, that's what Project, she's doing, then why you, are you bringing you. that up when you're talking yeah. about her, like, having adopted two
1: children from it's Haiti? Like, I'm not saying, yeah. but I'm just saying.
0: Right. I'm not saying that you're a racist, but a lot of racists I know do that type of shit. You know, like, yeah. that's just weird. and That's
1: that's where we're and at. And it's,
0: like, totally acceptable, yeah. you know, to, like, call her a racist, even mm-hmm. though she has fucking black...
1: I, that's so backwards, bro. I just don't understand. Yeah. Um, but again, I think the effectiveness, like, on a political level and, you know, on, a, like, a, a confirmation level, we'll say, I think the effectiveness of those are... are you know, not as sticky as as they would be hoping for, right? I just you know?
0: mean the willingness to attribute things to people before they've even oh, yeah. met them. You know, they mm-hmm. not even met them because I know we mm-hmm. will, and most people will likely not ever meet any of the Supreme Court justices, but people that they literally know nothing about. Like, oh
2: yeah,
1: but I mean, it's 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 very. I don't want to say it's very similar because that was a really intense situation. But what they did with Kavanaugh, like all these things, like right, you know the 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 fact that somebody's willing to believe something like what abram x Kennedy is spouting at this point with without giving them the benefit of the doubt of being a, a modern day human being and just assuming that they are the worst person you i mean somebody that did, did that and believes in that kind of thing you could label as one of the worst human beings on the face of the planet at yeah. this point to assume that out of all the people she's one of those that just seems like like on a on a fundamental human level yeah You got some real growing up to do because that is a disgusting idea to think of how the world might be.
0: And I think from a, like you were talking about earlier on like an individual stance of a regular person, I can see from the way that the Supreme Court has taught to people why they, an individual might assume things about a certain justice. But it's, I think, particularly dark for me to see a presidential candidate on the stage Openly saying that this is how it's going to be when that's so counter to how it should be, you mm-hmm. know, and he knows that. Um, and that's kind of what I was talking about. Like at that point um, of being president, like you're so much of your job is optics and idea ideolo- like ideological things, and like so if you're not even expressing the right ideology, then like I I can't buy no. in for that, you know. And then
1: like it runs the, counter to the the core. I guess you'd have to call it an ideology at that point, the American ideology, the core fundamental of liberty and freedom. And if if your ideology runs counter to that, how are you even in this race? You and, don't belong in the system that we are in, obviously.
0: And because that's not a, even a hurdle anymore, right, especially for the Democratic Party, there's now the discussion, and, and Joe Biden refused to answer this question, of packing, packing. the courts, right,
1: or yep. just doing away with a filibuster, right? And, yep. and he refuses. Time, I listened to fucking Shapiro, I think, from Friday. I listened to it today. He, and he played clips of Biden being asked that, like, I think 12 different times refuses to answer that question Don't which like it. is in in political speech that tells us that like it's not out of the realm of possibility it's probably a good probability that he's probably down for it which means it's an <clears> unpopular <throat> decision which also means he's not going to talk about it right now right because if you look at the ideology that is backing him to become president that runs it runs deep i mean everything from the psa type folks to the MSNBC folks. Yeah. Yeah. And within the party themselves. Right. Like that's why he will not refuse to answer that question is because he can't say the answer. Because it is literally like fundamentally, if he was to say, yeah, we're going to look at that next, he fundamentally should not be running for president. Right. Because that is not okay. Which I think is probably one of the better points that president – trump could have made
0: mm-hmm. is because oh, yeah. it like was around
1: capable of making them
0: well it was around this time that joe biden also then said like i am the party right now you yeah. know i am the democratic party like mm-hmm. really this, yo, is- this is the platform that like i decided you know like mm-hmm. you and bernie sanders wrote that platform together, together. like you guys gang that that was a 50 50 <laughs> deal so it, it, exactly so so i think it. it yeah. i don't really know it, it's 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 disgusting. To watch. I don't like that the president didn't take that opportunity because yep. that's an immediate and obvious sign of hypocrisy, right? Yep. Of like, oh, well, I am the party right now, but I can't tell you what I would do because it'll immediately split everybody beneath me because they don't actually agree with what I'm saying. Yep. I'm just kind of running on what I know that these people will support in general, yep. which is like, that's not. That's what happens. You aren't the, the party. Populi. Right. And I. I also think it's interesting because so many people, people we know, are saying I don't like Joe Biden, but I dislike him less than I dislike Donald Trump, so I'm going to vote for him. Mm-hmm. You don't. You are not the party. Your ideology, mm-hmm. your thought process, your platform—if you were to draw it up yourself—is mm-hmm. not what the Democratic Party wants right now. Yep. They just hate Donald Trump so much, orange man, that bad. They're going to do it, and that's. But I'm telling you, even. Our close friends, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I know, I know he's well. not perfect. I don't like him. I watched the debate, I like him even less, but I'm still gonna vote for him. Yep. What the fuck? You know? And it's oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Orange man bad. It's crazy that Joe Biden I don't know, I wonder if, if he actually thinks that or if he's just saying that. Yeah, or if he's like, so is it the old
1: uh, you know, I'm the party because the party has its hand up. And right. I just, I am I am the party. Or is it like, no, 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 He's saying, I myself embody the party. It's like, no, 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 no. You are a ventriloquist doll for the party. So, yeah, technically you are the party. You ain't lying. Or but if, if he's as disconnected
0: mentally as, like, Donald Trump thinks that he is, yeah. then I wonder if the people around him have just convinced him that... Because that he could go the way. You know what I'm saying? That I could and really I, go the right way. Because I'm not trying to make any assertions. I don't know. I'm because, not going to say
1: if he's got dementia. Because
0: I was also. I'm just going to say he's in his mid 70s. I was pleasantly surprised with his. He looked better than I expected him to, Joe he Biden. Did. He held he it did. together better than I expected him to. And I think had Donald Trump not been so crazy, he would have looked even better. Oh, man. If, mm, uh, other than the times where he was openly contradicting himself with what he was saying, right? But his actual yeah. speech and like not slurring and flula, yeah, way better than I
1: expected. Very little flubs. He did, but, he had his his standard flub of. Um, I had some not good getting the right numbers. I was tweeting you know? some quotes. You know, yeah, he likes to add a couple zeros to all these numbers in the stats, and then he he'll eventually get down there. But yeah, <laughs> but those are. Those are honest, right? Right. We understand. He's not trying to lie about things like those versus everything else that we're talking about is actually something that is... It begs the question. Are you lying and being deceptive? Or are you... Like, what do you actually think? Right. Or are you just trying to remain neutral the whole time, which is infuriating?
0: Yeah. So I'm interested where that idea comes from that he mm-hmm. is the party because that seems like it's so obviously incorrect you know yeah um and i don't even think you have to be deep in the politics game to see that i mean if no. just watching regular even if you just listen to some political podcasts some fucking maybe not pots of america because they like to deep throw biden pretty That's, hard but uh-huh. like pretty much everybody uh-huh. else yeah like i they tell you that they
1: don't like Joe Biden, but that's, this is where we're at, You yeah. know, and it's, we hate Donald it's Trump. It's bad enough that we have to get Orange Man right. bad out. It doesn't right. matter what this guy says, and at the end of the day, he's just a tool for us anyways, so it doesn't matter. Orange Man has to go. Biden has to be elected. That is a common, common argument that yeah. I get from people that i know anyways
0: i found it very interesting the different companies that i've seen who are pushing messages of voting this year that i didn't see in 2016. right um the nfl right are mm-hmm. like a big voting campaign on every app that i open are you registered to vote are you doing this right i don't know how I I like the creator different celebrities that are just coming out and saying just vote just vote just yeah. vote right and maybe not individual celebrities but certainly companies that i'm seeing that are telling people to vote that they didn't tell to vote in 2016 that in my personal opinion it seems that they're exposing their inner ideology you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that like <laughs> so when oh, donald no. trump when it didn't seem like he was going to win in 2016 you didn't care, but now that it's like, you know, a referendum on Trump, quote unquote, everybody needs to vote, right? Like, so the NFL, everybody, it's not, it's not go out and vote for Joe Biden because people don't actually like Joe Biden. Go and vote because they are hoping that most people dislike Donald Trump enough to vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that could just that could honestly be euphemisms. A, a euphemism. That's the word I there was trying is. to think of earlier when we we're talking about women's rights and abortion rights. Yes, right. It's a euphemism. It's yes. like it's we're saying this, but it really is. What we're it talking. Yeah. Been, yeah, and
1: that's like like oh, and that's what politics is. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. The language of euphemism. And
0: it seems like voting is almost a euphemism now for vote for us. for
1: Joe Biden. Yeah, you know what I'm saying go out and vote for the left. Yep. Like that's when you know they what I'm tell saying? you to vote, they feel like they have just told you a message that will convince you to vote for them. Right. Because it's like, Hey man, if this is important to you, you should make sure to go register to vote. And that, so I think it's, I just think it's interesting. Yeah. You know? Well, and I've, I've been slowly, I've, I have this list of notes that I've been building to this piece that I want to write, um, which is a case for voter apathy. And I think we've talked about it before, but every time I try to lay these ideas out, I sound like we should become essentially like a plutocracy and I'm like, ah, that's not, I don't like that, but there's gotta be, there is some validity into, like we talked about earlier, low information voters and their ability to participate in a system which they are not educated on or informed about, right? Yeah. It, it seems rather terrifying to me that the the further we go along we get closer to that fifty one versus the forty nine. That like that becomes more and more to the point where like I don't think like the the line between pure democracy and a republic a democratic republic is basically like The idea that most people, you know, a lot of people think that their vote doesn't count or blah, blah, blah. And so they are they just don't care enough to actually register. Or even if they are registered, there's a lot of people that are registered that don't actually go and vote. They'll get a mail-in ballot. They'll do everything. But they won't. They just don't care enough to go and vote, right? I don't think those people should vote. I think if you have the ability to but you don't, you definitely shouldn't. Because obviously you're not, you don't care enough about how the system works. The system, because why do we vote? Why do we vote, Donovan? To because
0: express our opinions, to have a say.
1: To, to have a say in the way in which we all live our lives, right? Because that's that's something I've been using a lot with a lot of people I know now about, like, well, I don't like politics. I'm like this. like, But do you like – do you enjoy the society that you live in and how you live your life or, like, the laws that you hate or the taxes you don't like to pay right. or whatever? Like, well, newsflash, buddy. I hate to tell you that is politics. That's yeah. a direct – Manifestation of what politics is to this country. Everybody says they hate politics. Everybody loves to complain about politics. Exactly, but everybody loves living their fucking life. Yeah, right. You like you don't. We don't all pack up and move and do the work that you need to do to get out of the country because it does take work. Unlike most people that always proclaim they're gonna they're gonna move to Canada if so and so gets elected. Bro, I said
0: I might move to Canada if Donald Trump gets elected. I said that. I really felt that way. You
1: have a much easier into Canada than most people. (laughs) I will say that much. (laughs) I will say that but, I could probably get sponsored to you know, move to Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure I could. Do that. Uh, uh, like I said though, at least a lot better opportunity than most regular people. Yeah, and that. But then there, nobody ever actually attempts to do that, right? Which I'm not giving them my airs. I can't move to Canada, so it's like I. There is something to be said about a lot of these people that just have ill-informed or uninformed opinions about how, you know, why Joe, why you should vote for Joe Biden or whatever. And to see these more and more companies and more and more corporations jumping on board with this political bandwagon. Yeah. Because that, I think it also empowers them, but that's a whole other side convo. Certainly. it's a whole nother side convo. But like the pretty soon it's like, if you are a Republican, quote unquote, if you're on red team, you only buy these shoes you only go to these supermarkets you only go to here because they support our causes and then right. the other country and that's if you could even get to that point without some kind of civil conflict but yeah it's now you're just so getting fucking unhealthy. canceled you know yeah, now it's right? now
0: it's not even i'm not going to buy that i'm going to buy this it's i don't think canceled. that should exist nobody should be able to mm-hmm. buy that which is
1: yep and i'm going to burn it Crazy. after i bought it cuz capitalism is bad yeah. so Yeah, but again, to go back to like that kind of rolling hypocrisy that was coming out of Joe Biden's mouth and the inability for Trump to call him out on it, man. It was like softball after softball after softball. But he was so involved in just like attack, 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 that he missed every single ball that was thrown at him.
0: And on, on that note, right another we can kind of move to another topic of like COVID, right? Yeah, because this is and this
1: seems chaotic, but this is how the debate went exactly how way. it went. This, this is, is exactly how it exactly. went,
0: yeah. Um, and so one of the first questions that was asked about COVID is if mm-hmm. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were making you know the skepticism around the vaccine worse, and Joe Biden was like, No, that's crazy, you know, blah blah blah, and like, Oh, she never said that, like, even though there are interviews actual interviews where she says like oh well I, I don't know if a vaccine comes out before november we should maybe yeah. be skeptical of it we like should, we should be very how does it, that not yeah. bring in how is that not increasing skepticism around a covid vaccination oh, yeah. and we've talked before i'm if it comes out i mean <laughs> i'm but gonna wait like a while uh, before i'm gonna get me a vaccine
1: we're right? not one of those high-risk Populations either. I'm not saying so you they, shouldn't do it. I'm saying right? I personally am exactly. going to wait, and I think we have the uh, dare I say the privilege of saying that because Word. we are not a high risk population, right? Which is nice um, because there is risk, right? There's always risk to vaccines. BT yeah. dubs, even the fucking flu vaccine that everybody gets every year. Certain people die every year. Just we got have it. a fund in the United States government that is directly for paying for. Um, these, you know, those medical, the problems that happen with vaccines, right? Yeah. Adverse yeah, Adverse reaction, yeah, vaccine. yeah. Cause Thank it's you not you perfect. Much. And you no, can't, you can't account have a, for every individual. We have individual. a public fund that pays money to people right. that do die or their kids die or whatever so it, it is from happen. vaccines. Cause it does happen. But that being said again, it's, it, it, it doesn't have to be a political view to choose whether or not you want to take or partake, you know, partake in a, a vaccine. Especially when it first comes out. Right. But the way in which Kamala Harris does frame her argument against it or does uh, frame her speculation against it is 100% political. Yeah. It's like, I don't trust Trump. And his Operation Warp Speed or whatever it's called, so like to get a a safe, reliable vaccine to the market. So right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it if it comes out underneath the Trump administration. When in reality,
0: high, Donald woman. Trump has zero of anything to do with the vaccine because mm-hmm. it's all being done by fucking scientists. Yeah. Like it so not this, only- there has nothing to do with any politicians yeah. or anything. It's fucking scientists. And I I think it was on commentary they were saying like where. They should be saying if a good vaccine comes out before November, we should be celebrating a medical fucking miracle Miracle. that these doctors were able to cook this up and get this done. But instead, she's saying we shouldn't trust it, right? And this is another, I think, missed opportunity by Donald Trump. This particular statement and then to bring it to a broader discussion of like political extortion when he was Mm -hmm. talking about the certain states that aren't opening, you know, until like November 9th, until after the election. Like that's a, that's a larger point that you can draw about a political extortion is like a a big word, you know what I'm saying? It's like a large idea, but the idea that there are democratic cities and states that are remaining closed until after the election because of one reason or another or other people that Mm -hmm. are doing things that. Are affecting people's lives because of their political ideologies and they differ from that of the president is extremely dark. And I think that that was a huge missed opportunity to oh, not yeah. hit on that and to be talking about how the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris are talking about how I don't care if I'm Donald Trump, right? Mm. Talking about I don't care about people's health. I'll, I'm so, you know, whatever, so flippant. And here they're. Asking you to put your life in question, your safety in question, because they don't agree with me politically when this has nothing to do with politics, you know,
1: like that's as far as reopening states and stuff, reopening states, yeah.
0: vaccinations, any uh, of this shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That they're saying, no, we need to stay closed and do all this stuff. Right. And I don't I'm not planting my stake in the ground on either way. But when they are, like you said, making these su- what should be scientific decisions so blatantly political
1: That's a huge point for you to make. That's a huge. I take it a step further to say that at this point, we have all but politicized science in general due to the pandemic. Yeah, and in which case, yeah, it it allows them the freedom to kind of step all over science and still call it science, or not, depending on which view you have and which states you're talking about. But all towards the aims of this political endeavor of, like you said, like choosing not to reopen until after the election. Right. Or, and it's, and <sighs> it's been systematic and it's, it's been since, I mean, it probably what took a week or two for COVID to become political. hundred yeah. percent. And then with, within that <laughs> COVID got to grab, I mean, it wasn't long. I mean, we laugh, but it's, that's as sad right. as it is, you know, maybe, perhaps it was days, but. We get to that point where within that own COVID, we've decided now that science in general is politicized and it's right. free to do that. And, there, and, and just which, to
0: to yeah. be fair, right, if Donald Trump runs with that point, they're going to hit him on masks. You know, they're going to talk, oh, mm-hmm. well, you said this and this about masks. But at the same time, the scientists at the same time were saying that, right? Mm-hmm. And he kept on way after they said that you should be wearing masks. But in the beginning, we talked about it. The Fauci, the fucking Surgeon General, were saying, like, oh, you don't wear them because, you know, for a
1: minute they said we need them to yeah. preserve them for this. It and was so important that they lied to us yes. to, about wearing them because and they were so important. They wanted them to get right. them to just the first line workers. Yes. That's how so, important it was. So
0: I'm only going to attribute so much of that to Donald Trump because there were actual workers there, scientists, that mm-hmm. were trying to like guys, push that narrative, which no. was fucking stupid, right? But – like they're they're certainly going to hit him on that but the fact that he didn't run with that and then again talking about like closing the borders to china and shit like that that it, it's a thousand percent true mm-hmm. that everybody in the Democratic Party called him xenophobic for closing yeah. flights to
1: China. Nancy that's Pelosi a out there like, Come on down to Chinatown. Come on down in here. Everybody get out and about. During, and when he it's, says it's, that. A, everything's okay. Gather in mass. It's not a problem.
0: And when Donald Trump says that, Joe Biden laughs. He's like, that's not true. That's that, not true.
1: That's exactly what happened.
0: You that's, guys that's called that's him fucking just, xenophobic for closing flights to China. That happened. That absolutely we, yeah, happened. And now you're saying it. it
1: didn't. Like We used to all be really angry about it they're fucking don't you remember
0: it's gaslighting six
1: out of seven of the news networks were all super angry about it and the fact that
0: donald trump does not continue to hit home on this you know what i'm saying doesn't keep fucking hammering about like do you see now how the democrats are politicizing this and they're trying to make Mm -hmm. it seem like i'm mismanaging and all this shit when this is what they said and this is what they're doing and now they're talking this about vaccines that's all anybody gives a shit about right now
1: like I just, it's crazy. He's the closest version we've ever, it's the closest we've ever gotten, say like as a populist who think that way, who would like to call out the insanity of the politicization and stuff like that. He is the first embodiment of somebody who's been willing to call it out, Yeah. but he's incapable of doing it. He's willing to, he tries, but he sucks. At it he's yeah. re- he is about the worst person we could have on our side to get out there and be like oh yeah intersectionalism super terrible and it leads to crazy shit you can't do all that because that's blatantly unconstitutional critical race stop. theory exactly I start talking about that. You, you can't racial even sensitivity training the fact that when Chris Wallace talks about bringing up the, his uh, his coming out against racial sensitivity training that is not what anybody is coming out you can't to, even say that's not what sure. i did like he's coming out a critical race theory but trump doesn't know what critical he might have an idea of what it is but he can't describe it no. he can't much less defend it or can't articulate mean, can't, that he no he cannot articulate just like i can't articulate what i'm trying to say right now <laughs> like he can't articulate the proper arguments that need to be made against those things yeah. to actually convince the everyday normal people of America that, like, this is a really fucking bad idea, and it leads to a 100-plus days of violence in Portland. Because That's why it's
0: bad. Even when he tried, he was, like... He can't do it. He was, like, hitting good general points. Yeah. But if you don't know what he's talking about, he just sounds like he's fucking rambling yeah. about, like, about... It just gets lost in the rest of the game. About chaos, racial so sensitivity r- yeah. training, right. And that's... Ugh. I was trying to do my best to... Another to reason that it was about so time because when he was talking about that and Joe Biden says nobody's teaching that you know what I'm saying I don't, that's that's not true there are not not only is it in All different companies machine, right you could see it but even on a global scale we've talked about like agents from China and shit like that coming to schools to teach this type of ideology so that it shifts like the, the political yeah. the political ideologies in America we've seen that it's not yeah. even just domestically that it's happening it's happening internationally that people are coming here and teaching youth this and then as an adult if you already are out of college we're going to come to your work and you're going to do you're going to learn this right it's Mm -hmm. fucking everywhere and so for joe biden to be like like, happening
1: like and you know grifters and stuff certainly been doing that certainly but on a super quick side note um, it's kind of a conspiracy theory that I've been building in my head l- recently. So, you know, just go with me on it because yes. I know you on the Epoch Times and the the, 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 the fuck China train. Fuck the uh, CCP. CP, CCP, not China, because China's dope. Um, but w- does this not perfectly mesh with... Okay, well, this is what I'm really interested to see happen. Okay. Yes. The CCP and the the Chinese Communist Party, Yes, they have... They operate. It's such a long game, oh, generally, yeah. right? Decades, bro. Right. And I think, like Hong Kong, I think was a misstep on their end. I think that came too quick. They fucked up. Um, they thought they saw an opportunity, and they they realized now they got greedy. And I think social media too. Away. Social media got them just yeah. like they're getting everybody That's here. That's true. You know? And they weren't expecting a lot of these things. But when you when you think about the fomentation of the, you know how far they've gone as far as like infiltrating the United States. Um in all these various institutions where they, um, we've had examples now, we've talked about them on the show, I'm pretty sure of them fomenting some of this type of stuff to just cause chaos. The, the same operation as the Russians, except they're just not as severe about it as the Chinese. Um, but like at this point, with Trump getting the COVIDs and possibly being in a compromised position, we'll know a lot more over the next, say, 48 hours of how bad it's going to be or not. Yeah. Um, certainly the next week I can see I don't know I'll be curious to find out if China or the CCP has learned their Hong Kong lesson or it's in, or if it's emboldened them because this would be a perfect time on the global stage for them to take another say like okay well now the one the, the pearl that we've been wanting in Taiwan is now you know Americans occupied right now because Trump's sick or whatever yeah. we can scoop that up real quick and move on, and possibly kick off World War III, or possibly nobody really cares, and we get Taiwan. That's uh, just my running conspiracy theory about how things might go. Uh, yeah, you don't need to comment because it's a lot there. No, no, but and I'm. I'm just, I've, I've I'm heard thinking. a little bit of speculation now on like, given after this debate, how much because the debate was watched worldwide. Yeah, obviously, right? Millions, tens of millions. You know, of people. and I didn't. That was one of the things that was going through my head watching this thing. It's like God, there's people like in France, the whole in Sweden world. right now, Laugh at I, us, like, laughing, Laugh laughing at us, bro, laughing, laughing at us, laughing. Because these guys I am, are idiots. Yeah, and I'm just like head in hands shaking my head with disgust and outrage and all these things. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's a quick aside. I'm sorry. I told you we take. No, a quick no, aside. you're fine. But that's my. I, you know, as far as when it comes to some of this. Just overall debate stuff. It's one of them things that I can't get out of my mind. I don't think
0: that – I'm not sure. I think it depends on who – though, and this is just, you know, my first reaction to Mm -hmm. it. I think it depends on who China thinks is going to win the election. It might be a completely baseless theory. I think that if China thinks that Joe Biden might win the election, then they might take that shot because Mm -hmm. during – because during the Obama administration, Russia was able Flight to lives. annex Crimea, and yeah. what the fuck happened? Nothing. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? They're just still Why fighting, and it is what more? it is. Exactly. But during the Trump administration, shit like that has not worked. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it depends. I think if mm-hmm. China thinks that Trump is likely to stay, you know,
1: yeah. then... I mean, Trump really didn't do anything. Again, like, sanctions, economic <sighs> stuff. Right, right. And Crimea, I know because that, he should have as the incoming president. You don't just like, well, they took it, whatever. I mean, as far as, like, Hong Kong, like, when that shit started to happen, Trump spoke
0: out openly again. He was like, this "This is not okay. Yeah. And when it was happening in Crimea, I believe... I mean, Obama was... He did talk about it, obviously, because it was happening, but... Nothing, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and at that point, like, even said, the support when Trump we were came offering in, him. and when Trump came in, he mm-hmm. wasn't as hard on Russia verbally as the Obama administration was. Obama was very outspoken, very like mm-hmm. not openly aggressive with Russia, but like obviously didn't like Vladimir Putin, you know, and the same cannot be said for Donald Trump. And, we and so, about this, when we
1: were talking about. Trump and Ukraine and the Ukrainian yeah. president, and, and so like I that. wouldn't, I wouldn't because expect
0: as yeah. harsh of a reaction from Donald Trump towards Russia as I would against China. Yep. Whereas, if the same Chinese shit happened during the Obama administration, I wouldn't expect as harsh of a response yeah. towards China from Obama. And when did the TPP come into play?
1: Like his dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm not TPP sure. 2016, that was during the Obama administration. Yeah, right at the end. drafted the 15th. Yeah, so I mean, and like that right there. That might be one of the things that, like, China yeah, would be like, hey, man, what's up? Come on, exactly. Biden.
0: So I think that it depends. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's we've seen that now. You know, we heard that just a few months ago, that China and Russia, we had seen that from the oh, intelligence yeah. agencies that they now were showing preference towards Joe Biden. You know yep. what I'm saying? So it's have obvious a lot of money to make. obvious that they think yeah. that there's benefit to a Biden presidency. So yeah. I would I would have to know the inner workings of the That's CCP to of course we can't. to know for certain. But especially I, I, because this guy's possible. on the set, will never be possible. allowed in China if if it does develop to a point that Donald Trump is compromised in health, it's possible. And I saw, and was, I don't know if it's yeah. true or not. Maybe you can look this up for me real quick. I mm-hmm. saw that they had moved a missile carrier off of the coast, off of the East Coast. And I don't know if that's true because I saw it on social media and then didn't look it up afterwards. I the was U.S. Doing moved a missile carrier? Yes. Car- okay. Yeah, off of the East Coast. That once Donald Trump, once it was announced that he had COVID, we moved like like a big boy carrier. <clears throat> just
1: off the shore of the East Coast, you um, know, I would just say that without confirming that, uh, blah, 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 blah. Trump says military has a poise for COVID vaccine distribution. No, 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 I would say just just generally thinking, war gaming it out. Like as far as a standard defensive move, if the govern, if the head of government, the head of state. Uh, just like Boris Johnson was when he was down with COVID, the military would take a more aggressive defensive stance. Yeah. Just to show like hey any mother mother any of you motherfuckers thinking about doing anything, we still ready to pull the trigger on your yeah, ass. Yeah. Don't think about it. I wouldn't doubt it. Um and an initial I'm no Jamie, but an initial Google glance is not helping me out here. That's fine. It may have yeah, a lot of them are a lot older. A made up thing, you know what I'm saying? Well I wouldn't it's doubt a, it though, because even if it was Truly, if it was truly happening right now, it would make strategic and logical th- sense. Yeah, and no aggression would necessarily stem from it. It is something that we have done multiple times in the past. We do it on relatively, um, relatively like good sources of like counterterrorism information and stuff like that. When we get certain intel, certain military aspects will be you know activated right. and thrown into a defensive stance. It happens yeah. a lot more than we know. So I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think it would and necessarily I don't mean anything I even if it was right. Um it doesn't really
0: matter. No retraction required. <laughs> yeah, so so I I couldn't answer for certain, but mm-hmm. I, it's certainly interesting to think, you know, I part of the reason I am concerned about the president's health when we talked about it is because he's not Generally regarded as healthy, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I
1: mean, it's kind of he he's got that Keith Richard thing going look on. Look healthy? How are I'm you saying? alive right now?
0: We, um you know, and again, it was the New York Times, so who knows? But I mean, there was all that reporting when he first got off, about like all the soda and shit that he's consuming, like all the junk food and like all that shit. Well, I mean, so, we've
1: seen how many times he, have we seen that? when he when, comes he, in when, when he brought a uh, smorgasbord, a fucking McDonald's, when he and brought, yeah, when he brought Clemson, yeah. in, and
0: he had all the yep. all the fast food, right? Yep. Um, yeah. So. I, that dude's
1: been eating nothing
0: but that his whole life. He probably. doesn't look healthy. You no. know what I'm saying? He's on a lot of amphetamines. Um And I'm sure that he's been taking something, you know, to try and raise his immune system. I would hope that he's taken some type of multivitamin it's at least. D. You know, um, but know, five thousand BCU's or whatever. He's not. He's not healthy. No. You know?
1: So I'm. He never has been concerned about that. And that is something I think every american should be concerned about our head of state the president of the united states has got a brand new disease that we have all been subject to deal with over the last 10 months ish um really harshly maybe seven months um which has proven to be deadly especially with comorbid comorbidities which i believe president trump has at least one, which he doesn't is have, like be.
0: diabetes or anything, no. but he does, he does appear to he's, be obese from one hundred percent obese. You yeah. can,
1: I think, you can say that medically, as a fact. yeah, because technically, due to my build, I'm, I borderline I'm obese, obese. Yeah. which is weird, because of the way BMI and stuff has worked. But like your scale said my BMI was like thirty. There's that's absurd. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even know what that
0: technically. I is. don't fucking know either, but I know the 30 is horrible, and I know that I'm not obese. But you know Fair what I'm enough. saying? Yeah.
1: Shit but he is, good. and we know that. I <laughs> right. think. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so
2: that is that is
0: a confirmed. He fucking knows what BMI is, here right? first.
1: Number one breaking news: Trump is obese, and that is a comorbidity to COVID-19. Oh, so that is that is probably also one of the reasons why he is at the hospital right now. Um, and contrary, contrary to a lot of the News articles I keep reading, which is like, oh, you know, he's he's going to be super sick, blah, blah, blah. Of course, he, you know, why would the president be, you know, airlifted to the hospital if he's not super sick? Because he's the fucking president. Yeah. And because he's 76 and he's very unhealthy, they're going to move him to the hospital just in case. It's okay if he hangs out there for a few days if nothing happens. And And they literally. They're right
0: there. And they literally have nothing else to be doing because that's all that Walter Reed is there for. for They are there for the president. They have nothing else to be doing.
1: (laughs) It's like, this is our time to shine. shine. The president's sick. Get him here.
0: I was listening to them talk about it on the news, and they're like talking about all these different conference rooms, you know, and there's a private chef so that the food is fresh and blah, 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 blah. Did I ever
1: tell you about the time that I almost got a job as a White House cook? No. Yeah. Let's hear the, it. I was in the running. Um, there's a... Did, did you to try out for it or like... Essentially, yeah. Like you have to be recommended by multiple people and then they have to come. We have a thing in the Coast Guard that comes down once a year to all the... They don't hit every unit because it's really hard and it's kind of a dog and pony show, sideshow. But like there's a there, there's a best cook in the Coast Guard once every year. Right, and it's on all these different platforms, and you know, did if you you're ever on win a giant best, ship, did you ever win Best Cook in the Coast Guard? No, I didn't. I got real close. I got number two, I think, in our round, um, and I lost out to the dude that was on Chopped. Oh, your with is on My Chopped, homeboy, okay? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That dude is cool as fuck. Everybody go out and watch Chopped, find his episodes. It's the military appreciation one. It's all military cooks, and we all. Rated him like no other because he lost in the first round and it was Idiot. because he was being stupid. But anyways. Um, Idiot. Yeah, no, there is a program in which one of the cooks that cooks at the White House is from the Coast Guard and you can all try out for it and stuff and it comes from that competition that comes out annually and that plays number two. And I could have gotten that job, and I was, in fact, offered the job once on the side because at the end of the day, even if you win the competition, most people don't want to go to Washington, D.C. and do that job. So I got offered it, and I was like, nah, I don't want to fucking you know. And I was an ignorant fuck back then. I was like, nah, fuck the, Obama. I was going to ask. I was like, Obama's in I don't want to go cook for Obama. Fuck that. He's he's anti-military. That would have been so you know, sick, like, though. It would, have, it would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been a great career move. but You would
0: know. <clears throat> have probably got rats yeah. to fucking... Good money to put work. That yeah, I, I was too you know? busy
1: trying to go over to uh, where homeboy Zeke's at, mm. and because that's a really hard job. I think we talked about it when he was on. Um, I tried to go over there to Bahrain multiple years, and it's incredibly hard to go. And incredibly, you know, it's rough competition, and I've never made it, so it was tough. But should have just gone to the White House, you idiot. I know, so stupid. But anyways, yeah. It on.
0: So. Um, <laughs> The, the next thing note. that I haven't done about taxes, right? They yeah. started to talk about President Trump's taxes. Yeah, and so sweet, this is something yeah. that's come out just in the last week, I think, a New York Times story that they said that they were able to get their hands on 10 years of Donald Trump's taxes.
1: Yeah, This was
0: a like little bit more than 10 the years last years or Rachel Maddow, you know. Right, because then she ended up having nothing at the nothing. end. Of the day. I <laughs> fucking watched Rachel Maddow for a whole goddamn hour for her to have nothing. That and that bitch. is,
1: if that's not Rachel Maddow's show, I don't know what
0: it is. Yeah. But that's the...
1: You know, the nice summary of what it is. So, it came out
0: that in, what is it, 2015 and 2016, I mm-hmm. think, um, that Donald Trump, President Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes for those two years, the right? minimum. Yep. And the best, I think the best explanation that I heard on this came from Tim Pool, right? Yes. Because I started watching TimCast, regular TimCast. Me too. Um, you sold me on TimCast. And so... And I. I he actually was, have been
1: watching a little bit more of the IRL now. I don't I've don't never watch made it through IRL. a full episode, um, um, but I've been watching more of it again.
0: So, and I, I made the mistake of not reading that article yet, right? The New York Times one mm-hmm. um, about the taxes. But Tim Pool goes through essentially the entire article, right? <laughs> Which so, is
1: why I watch TimCast. Yes, because as so, he
0: pontificates, he goes through the article. So he's, right. So when he's talking about it, he, they say later in the article how much money. Donald Trump paid in taxes the two years prior to that. Yeah. And because uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, so it's certainly going back, go and watch that episode of Tim Cast. It's worth it because he explains it much better than I do. Um, that they're like, Donald Trump was being audited or something in those two years. And so they didn't know precisely how much he should be paying in taxes. So he just paid. X amount of dollars, and it was like twenty something million dollars, and then like forty something million dollars for yeah. these two for these two years, and it ends up that he's overpaying in these years with how much money he paid, yep. and so they roll that money over the next two years, and so all he pays is the was federal the minimum when he files his taxes.
1: So, what's what you just think I, about that as a regular person? Federal minimum seven hundred fifty dollars a, a year. That's a lot of money. Fuck them. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Right,
0: which I mean, in I get like, it. It's not that yeah. much money, but still, like seven hundred fifty bucks every year. Why? Like, that's... Why for the yeah. pleasure of living under your fucking dictatorship? I gotta sorry. The taxes thing, I'm as highly upset. I'm about. getting <laughs> as the days go
1: on, right? More and more, I'm <laughs> wait till we actually make this company official. And I explained to you how we just get fucked all across the board, and Washington State ain't even that bad.
0: My favorite take on it actually came from our resident taxman Larry Dixon, uh-huh. right? I was tweeting about it, and Larry Dixon love said. local celebrpers Larry Dixon. Tax avoidance is not tax evasion. Amen. Right? It is Doing not. everything and we're watching
1: it and Jordan. You guys got on a Twitter thing, right, about that? Yes. Okay.
0: Um and we gotta retweet that or something tonight so <sighs> people can as Jordan that. and I are watching it, she's you know, and Donald Trump is like, Well of course I wanna fucking pay money. Like that would be stupid. Like yeah. I don't and so Who wants to give the federal she, government? More and I money? don't wanna speak for you, but like she Do you almost want to speak looked, for yourself? Does you don't have to <laughs> she <laughs> she that. almost looked like surprised that he was saying that. Right. That like, uh-huh. that's his response to like, to what is is that mm-hmm. correct? Uh, well, Come on. You don't no, have, that's, I'm
3: sorry. I just hate yelling at you. Okay. Yeah. No, more just, Where am I? hi, <laughs> this is so funny. More just from like a PR perspective, almost like that's just ammo for a, like, that's oh, just yeah. something that Biden could have turned around so quickly and so badly on yeah. him, you know, like I told, smart who wants to fucking pay taxes? I don't, I'm not like looking forward to that. Last year I looked forward to it because we had a kid. <laughs> so, you know, there was a big plus sign. You I'm know trying to I'm have saying? a kid this year. But no, one
1: so of the reasons that that's why.
3: Right? But nobody, nobody wants to pay
1: taxes. Like, nobody. I get what
3: he's saying, but I was surprised because that's like a, that's like the person who's <laughs> always trying to get someone to say, like, they wish they never had kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, is such a little blessing. But I haven't slept in four days. Like, four there's just years. something you shouldn't admit. But I <laughs> like, but I get it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> your guys is sleeping <laughs> now is not even sleeping. You just have forgotten what sleeping is. Um, so, well, that's why. Like,
0: he once he moved into his own room, he was fine. This is a small side. And then we'll go back. Um, just because it's been fucked up the last little while. It was oh, fine yeah. once he was in his own room, but the last like the new three new weeks, stage. he's just been waking up and like doing shit. And I've been she's. She's the one that's fucking sleeping hard now, and so nice. I've been waking time. up with. Uh, yeah, it's awesome So I still fucking wake yeah, up I'm, at four I'm in the morning. for Jordan at this point, so um, she had to carry
1: that motherfucker. He just for nine wakes months.
0: up, it wakes up like twice in the middle of the night and throws yeah. all his shit out of his bed and starts screaming. I'm I don't have my blanket. Go into his room, put the, yeah, put the bear in the blanket, all the binkies back in there. I can hang out with him for a minute, and put him down, and I'm it's cool. happening like, twice, like every night. It
1: fucking sucks. I wonder if that's like a wake up and. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am, so I'm just going to throw a tantrum. And now all of a sudden, I know where I'm at, and I'm in my room, and nobody's here, and I don't have anything. Daddy, come help me. Yeah. And that's <laughs> he is totally like he'll wake up and fucking
0: say "dada," you know what I'm saying? Oh. So she'll even be like, "Hey, he's he's he's, he's, he's saying, calling he's your calling, name.
1: <laughs> like he wants you to go in there. Like he doesn't even want me." Tell me like, that's something. not like a hidden competition. You don't get some s- sadistic like pleasure out of that at some point. It's like when he wakes up in the middle of night if he's going. Mama, you're like, oh, motherfucker. He's calling your name, sweetheart. Sorry. It works both ways. Now that he has that's, a preference, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, like it's I a, feel like I was beating up on him for a second. I had to shift the the focus no, of target. <laughs> no, you're good.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's just how it he's just kids, I guess. It's,
1: it's nice because there's some shit that he wants to do with you, and yeah. there's other shit. It's not nice because that's what he wants you to do. I'm talking a lot of baby stuff this episode, obviously, because this shit has become very, very real. Because you know i was supposed to close my house Being an old motherfucker but like it's time busy. and i'm buying, i'm buying the house and it's happening it's just a matter of time at this point so baby's coming at some point very very soon i asked for a reprieve for another 30 days and that is the last 30 day of reprieve i am okay with and so i will be joining the club soon so i'm i'm trying to glean the lot <laughs> right now nice we <laughs> Remember- are extra real Remember what I said about, not that I'm questioning, because I didn't question
0: my own ability to mm-hmm. procreate, but yeah. I took maca root, right? And I'll oh, send you is. the same kind that I took, because it worked really well. I got well. some maca root and around, then, yeah. back um, when I was super into supplements. Took like two Gs of vitamin C, like every day. Word. Like two grand. Hell I do need to C. take care of myself. All of
1: it. And then you need to be, you need yeah. to be coming
0: to the murder brush.
1: I'm not going to commit to going to the murder garage because that's a long. You need to be working out for me. It is exactly. what it needs to be. If I, <clears throat> I will say this: if we get to a point where I can post up some Insta shit of me working out on murder garage nights, will that suffice for now? Just because, certainly, as long night, as, as you're working came out, down, that was, bro, that's a late ass night for me. Yeah. And to try to go back to work, that's a tough. Tough gig. That long. <laughs> I don't think I got home till as like ten thirty last night. As long as you're working out, bro. <laughs> Word. So I'm a, I'm, a, I will do that. Yeah. Because she got me new shoes for working out, and they're really comfortable. <laughs> she got me, she got me new shoes. Yeah. But I will be doing something to work out starting this week. So, at Big Bird Offie on Instagram. Word. You will see it. Word. It so actually, it, and I it. might have to multi do it. So like, I might put some on on the the salt of the streets Instagram. So do it. at salt streets on Instagram, that's the easiest way to do it. And Facebook, it'll be yeah. there because we multipost multi post everything. So Instagram makes it easy. Facebook makes it, you know, shitty, but I'm, trying to, I'm trying we'll to do it. Trying we'll to do deadlift, it. It's happening. Trying to deadlift 400 by the end of October. You are a fucking man. So another side note, let's go deeper into the side notes real quick. Um, like I told you before, I think in the pre-show or something like that, um, general deer season is coming up here in about two weeks. So um, can I borrow him for a single overnight one weekend? I got the backpack. I got the gear you need to survive and to do all these things. I want you to come out with me because if we do get a deer, I want you to help me pack it back. Yeah. Yes. Because I need, I need more human beings out there. Yes. And I don't want to just push it on one guy because... Dead animals weigh a fucking lot. I'm down. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And you'll I'm get down. more. You'll get more meat out of it. It'll be great. I'm down. So, okay. I'll absolutely so go. So we're, we're going to do on overnight here in a in And a I'll bring weeks. a sidearm because you guys are crazy. I don't. And it's sleep in the open, too, which then, is fun.
0: And then campaigns the other day when they're on there mm-hmm. and they're talking about John Dudley out and he's fucking hunting with his homeboy and they're like a yeah. fucking pack of wolves and shit like that and they have to kill wolves with a fucking bone arrow and homeboy oh, yeah. only has like five shells in his pocket. Fuck that, bro.
1: Fuck that. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I bring more than five shells, thank God. Bro, but um, i like, I might just fucking me. carry my goddamn AR because fuck that. I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> That's true. We'll put you in orange. You can carry, and it would be good training. Yeah, it might training, be good to right? just, just exactly just sling that shit around yourself, and I'll feel like I have a bodyguard, which is super dope. Because when you're out there I'm with a the single action bolt yeah. action, that for whatever reason the magazines tend to fail after X amount of months. John and I both have the same fucking problem with this thing. Um, yeah. I cannot reload what? my fucking magazine <laughs> without sticking my finger in the chamber to push down on the front of the round so that it, the back end comes up enough to catch on the the, 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 bolt? the, the bolt Colin. to catch it. yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I am not excited about that. There is a strongly worded oh letter God. to Tika to come because that within. Yeah, that's no good. No. That's dangerous. Within 50 rounds. That's, my magazine
0: is fucking shot at that that's point. That's not good. i was there a different company you can buy magazines from yeah there's a lot of that yeah thank god you should look for some because i'm also gonna
1: i'm also gonna try to get a couple magazines out of tico just in case yeah
0: yeah that's (laughs) no good bro
1: that's yeah so i would appreciate that i'll have a nice semi-automatic rifle that's ready to scare some shit, put some shit down when is that do you know it's okay. Uh, so opening go. day, I believe is the 17th of October. I want to say it depends on what species too, but for us, so, we'll be doing, we'll be super local. So it'll just be a real quick overnight. You'll never be more than five hours away from mm, no. And that's life. fine. Just,
0: so, I, I bought a holster. An Ooh. outside the waistband holster. Word. Um, and it'll be here in November. That's the only the reason I'm asking.
1: Word. So All right. We'll, we'll talk at, We'll talk later. When Not I, when a problem. Because we just started looking at way, where we're going to go. I got this. So, I'm doing it. I'm excited. We're packing. We're going. Yeah, because you'll be carrying that pack right there. And I got an okay. extra 10. I got everything you need. So it'll be good. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: I'm excited. <laughs> me, you, and Chad?
1: Yeah, maybe. It might just be me, you, me, you, and John. Who Word. knows? Word. Let's I'll, do I'll it, bro. I'll take you guys out. It's I'm cool. a
0: big fan. I like it
1: go hang out the woods you can learn the life you can shit in the woods for the first time probably ever have you ever shit in the woods bro
0: absolutely like
1: okay that's good yeah that's true i trust that yeah i understand that
0: yeah you gotta do a lot of i was a woods kid bro i would like that's i grew up in the woods but i mean
1: like how many miles from the road Oh,
0: I mean like deep in the creek, you know. I mean okay. <laughs> it took like it took like three hours to get from my it's house a good point. It's a good point. through the creek to I feel like we've discussed this sound, before. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean yep. far enough that I'm like we can't go back now. Yep. Like respect. It's I got time you. to go in the woods. So, <laughs> so you know, what? No, what do we I don't think we ever said it on the cast last time, but like my last trip Ten miles in. Right? Yeah. Six miles Bro. in. Six and a half. Six, six, six miles and a half. We go up it's about a 3% grade. It's not too bad. Whatever. It's a little hilly, but overall, generally 6% grade. Then you get to the edge of the mountain. And then you got to go up that mountain. You got to go up a mile. Yeah, you also can't murder me like that. I don't want to do that. I'm when not we doing that again. Don't. Without... Help! We'll I'll say stop. That much. I'll be like, I'm not doing it. They'll be like, I mean, I'm, I'm fucking I'm done. Camping right here. If I see I a deer, I'll call you. I don't. I'm <laughs> And this sounds like I don't care how like how many hardcore hunters may or may not be listening to this. Probably not that many. But um, <laughs> like big puss time. I I don't know if like what I struggled through was something like that was really that existential, but like for somebody that had never done that before, it was highly existential. And I probably pushed through multiple levels of boundaries that I thought I had, which was incredibly eye-opening. And, you're just and like I'll I tell have you, to keep going. When I got back from that, I felt as invincible as a human being as I've ever felt in my entire life, because I had done something that I had convinced myself about 25 to 30 times throughout the day was completely impossible, and I was going to have to stop. I was going to have to take an extra day to do this. But I convinced myself that I did not have to. You do just that. Kept going. I just kept going. I couldn't walk for a week and a half, but you know, it's a thing. Cool. You want to? You really want to have some humility? Well, but we're not. We're, I would never do that to people. Like for John, our first one, I didn't want to do something like that because he'd never do it again. Yeah. If that was the case, and I would never do that to you, so. I would never do, do that. I stand, by the worst stand enemy, for work, bro. By, by the way, <laughs> yeah, you're crazy. I stand for work. You're but crazy. I'm really excited now because I know I can get you out there for a weekend. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to look at the cast schedule and then we'll find a weekend in between there. Yes. we'll hook it up. Okay. So back so, to the debate.
0: Yeah. So the next thing they have talking about taxes, right? Is taxes. Donald Trump. Then after that, they start talking about the recovery process, right? Like, or like for the country. Um, yes. you know how the um. What the fuck am I... Not recovery. What's the... What is that called?
1: Uh, the, 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 the Like as in like the checks and all yeah, this good stuff. The re- the, no, uh, no, no. Not that either. It's just
0: like the coming back of the economy. The re-something. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'd say, that, yeah, the economic recovery from the recession yeah, and I guess- the depression and... No, it doesn't matter. Um, I I feel like I've heard it commonly referred to as the recovery, the economic recovery, recovery, and you're just, yeah. I'm not sure what I'm thinking I get to that point sometimes where I'm like, yeah. Um,
0: Anyway, yeah, so they were talking about what they're going to do to recover the economy, right? And Joe Biden's plan, he's like, oh, well, my plan is an America First plan. I laid this out already. America First, America First, America First. America First. So I find it very, very interesting that pretty much this entire time, the last four years, I mean, like the entire time of Donald Trump's presidency, um, the Democratic Party has been saying that Donald Trump's America First policies are extremely xenophobic and racist. Yeah, and now we need to focus on America first like but it's that's not a problem now so it was literally like, that that's part of his Joe his campaign Biden. last year right and now that's exactly what Joe Biden said right his recovery plan is is aggressively America first like so yeah. much that we're buy gonna, back better exactly yeah we're not even going to buy shit from other countries right we're only buying american shit from america yeah. so does that, that means you're going to dissolve the tpp right? that's not a problem nope. it doesn't like it's totally fine that's nope. I don't understand. How incredibly nationalistic of you, Joe. It's odd, right? And I'm not saying I'm against it, because no. certainly it's good to reinvest that. money in America, right? To bring jobs Trump back Trump to Hill. America, right? Yep. But at the same time, this is when I started to notice Biden taking credit for things that happened in the Obama administration. Right? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. And I like it's I knew good, it was man. happening before, but I was like, you are really like... like he like, I saying, was number two. I, I did that. I was tasked with with bringing back yep. the economy and this is what i did right I did that
1: what you didn't like do that. i don't what are you Joe, talking did you forget about the the fundamental core yeah. of the obama administration? you didn't build did that nothing we all did no. that <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh he yes. must have forgotten man he must have forgotten i yes. don't know
0: so i feel like this is that's when i really started to notice that when he's yep. talking about what he did to bring back the economy during the obama during the obama administration mm-hmm. right um and so i'm <laughs> just the amount of hypocrisy is like i was just to, say and I, it. I hate to it's just like, remember like, keep we were bringing just it back like, to hypocrisy,
1: hypocrisy but yeah like and that's it, a, but that's the problem it's a common <laughs> core throughout the entirety of this debate yeah on, on, and on bo- not on both sides on both sides on both, Colin. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> on both
0: sides yes um. <laughs> you can't even say that anymore you yeah. can't say that anymore because that's both sidesism
1: fucking fence sitter. this
0: was around the same time that donald trump started to take digs about hunter biden um oh God, and yeah. i'm not sure exactly how that came up it probably had to do something with tpp america first talking about russia i'm sure you know oh, yeah. something then, right then the china and- right and so that's yeah so that's when he starts to take digs about hunter biden and you know you t- yeah china and you know hunter biden took all this money and excuse me i'm sure it had to do with the money that he was taking from another country because they're talking about Economic recovery. Yeah. Um, And this would not be the first time that that happens, right? It comes up again later towards the
1: end of the debate. Um, It was kind of this uh, revolving door situation where it would come and it would go – but then it would come back. Right. You know, at, at, including all the way to the end at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe about halfway through it. Yeah, about maybe, that. Yeah. Um, and it's about this time they started talking about
0: like the social unrest, right? Something we've talked about for the last several months. Yeah, um, This is
1: the part where, that was
0: the most infuriating to me. Yes. Because yeah. the first question, Chris Wallace <laughs> f- continues forward with the good people on both sides, you know, right? And this is. <laughs> No, oh, I can't wait to talk about something the proud boys. that has been like just shown a bajillion times over. You know what I'm saying? That that's only a portion of what he said, yeah. and that in that moment he disavowed white supremacist and racist, and then came back yeah, again. Sure, and and I, I'm not gonna say that in yeah, sure. this moment of the debate he didn't completely fucking flub that whole thing. Oh yeah, but in that time where he was talking about good people on both sides, at that very press conference he disavowed racism and white supremacy yep. but that's still used by joe biden and by chris wallace the fact that not only did he not fact check joe biden he used it himself in a question to donald trump is fucking shocking to me and is a reason as why i said chris wallace should probably not be on tv anymore probably
1: not um, especially on fox news it's, you don't belong on that team bro i'm sorry I get it. Right. I appreciate you being there. Yeah. But how are you still there? Right. Um. And so,
0: so that's when they're like I said they're talking about the social unrest, you know, and so they're talking about what's happening in Portland and all these Democratic
1: cities. Trump's talking about Democratic cities, and he. Which side note, I've, I'm so glad that we're past 100 days because at this point you could just say 100 plus days. You yeah. don't have. To count <laughs> you any don't anymore. have to
0: track how many oh, actual Jesus. days yeah. it was in Portland. Um. And so I believe the question that they were asked is like what they would do about it and then mm-hmm. joe biden also got asked whether or not he had reached out to the democratic cities to say anything and he's like oh well, i'm not an elected office
2: yeah well you're also oh, yeah. you're running, I'm running for
0: president though you know what i'm saying I'm so this one. exactly well, that's not my responsibility work, no. i don't have yeah um and so donald trump's, that donald trump's response as to why the situation wouldn't be better handled by Joe Biden was mm. first, well, look at what he did with the 1994 crime bill and then yeah. look at all these democratic cities and all
1: this shit that's happening. Which, in by themselves, if you took time to flush out <laughs> oh. each and every one of them, yeah. were murderous. Yeah. But he can't do that totally incapable.
0: And in and in those 2 minutes he contradicts himself immediately like oh, yeah. instantly 100%. because he's trying to hit them for for being too hit Joe Biden for being yep. too aggressive on crime and he called you guys he called black people super predators. Super predators. Overly super predators, super predators. Yep. But, then just also, coming bang, yeah, bang, but then also Mike Tyson. Yeah. But then also you guys bang, are pussies bang, bang. and that's why all this stuff is happening and you know if you guys would just let us go in then this like would be, you know, no problem at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Think that that's
1: very interesting, and substantively not incorrect, just incredible. Like you couldn't find a more poor way to deliver that. You I mean, could not find a more poor way to do it. Technically, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, if Ted Wheeler, the mayor of Portland, was that uh, pleaded to the governor, who I can't remember the name of the governor, um, but if he would plead to her, to the governor of Oregon, to be like, please let the feds come in here. And handle this because I don't want to play. I don't want to take the political heat. I don't want to do this. I don't want to have my local PD or your state troopers handle this. Let's let the feds take care of this. We can point the finger at him. He's bad. He comes. There was a completely political way that he could have done that to stop the unrest, which really pisses people off. But people like me who understand that you, you can you can stop the violence and the destruction of property, and the, the riotous shit that's going on. You're allowing your citizens to, to gain felonies at this point, to become felons because you're unwilling to take this, this political move to actually stop what's going on. Yeah. You could do that and still be politically safe. You can have enough political cover to plead to the governor, to plead to Trump, and it, to have the feds come in. The media will run cover on you. It doesn't matter. The feds will always be the bad guy, but you could stop it from happening. The and same they haven't way, done that. The same so way that he's can, not substantively wrong. Yeah. But he, he is not the person to try to articulate that. Right. And so it, it just comes out. Like, it it comes out in the end, like him shooting himself in the foot. You know, it Biden doesn't right. look any worse by his attack. Be like, oh, yeah, he's Democratic, run city, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not substantively wrong. But in this setting, you did not deliver that answer. To that point nobody's talking about that right obviously right
0: well and then Joe Biden's response to that is you know, they start talking about how crime went down or violent crime went down during the Obama administration and mm-hmm. it's gone up you know what I'm saying during oh, yeah. during Donald Trump administration in the last four months and and I I can't I cannot avow or I can't answer for what happened in the in the first three years of the Donald Trump administration because I don't honestly know but certainly yeah, Certainly this fourth year of the Donald Trump administration I do not think that you can really put the increase on violent crime on Donald Trump. I, I don't I don't think so. Don't certainly think so. in the last few months I would not put that on Donald Trump For what? with because I know that's going to
1: be a pushback. Why would that. I not put? Why that are you on not it, Because Trump? he is the most divisive person. His language is so, you know, it's so divisive. It it's fomenting the violence, Donovan. Yeah, come on. Um, how can you not think that Trump is the problem here? I would say That's, I've just been approached certainly, frequently about certainly. that, and I would say in
0: regards to the increase in violent crime in larger cities, like we know. I would say that we've seen. New York is a really good example, right? Chicago murders a good one. that we've seen. No. I, I use New York because of, with the amount of murders that we've seen go up, violent crime go up in the last few months that's coincides point, yeah. directly with them choosing to remove the task force on the street, whose job it was primarily to get illegal guns off of the street. That's about as right?
1: crystal clear a situation as you so, can do. Yeah. <clears throat> the plainclothes division happened, of the
0: NYPD. We saw that in Seattle and all these other places where we mm-hmm. saw things happening even just looting and shit like that right and the police are literally standing there watching it happen we saw that we saw it here in the chest where the chest chop. chop where people were allowed to establish a quote-unquote autonomous zone within capitol hill people were murdered and somebody was yeah. raped before they decided that okay this can't happen anymore well, right
1: not only that like the reason we call it the Chas Chop, and we would kind of joke about the Chas Chop, right. is because initially it was, it was called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yes. But once they discovered, and once the city council discovered that if they call it an autonomous zone, that is technically a portion of individuals who are seceding from the United States, which is technically a declaration of war, and now federal troops can get involved. Right. Not just federal agents and officers, federal, but federal troops can get involved at that point. All of a sudden, they changed their name to the CHOP, the Occupied Protest, the the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. And that is not discussed. Just wanted to add that caveat. Yes. Well, and it's extremely important. Because it's important. Um, Because that
0: lends itself to Donald Trump's argument, right, mm-hmm. that he continued to push on, that Which in many in of these t- cities, once I threatened to send in federal agents, just as like important, yeah. when I sent in federal agents and all of this shit happened, mm-hmm. and I started scooping people up
1: off the streets. Yeah. Deputizing State trooper. Well, state troopers are deputized as right. federal marshals when needed, or something. But in they other threatened places, to do that to the local Portland PD.
0: In other places, when he threatened to bring in the national guard, is when shit stopped, right? Yeah. And when it's the same, like like you just said in Seattle, when he threatened to send in federal agents, like they were seeing in Portland, they immediately changed their name to the occupied protest instead of the autonomous zone, right? Yep. Real quick, <clears throat> the fact that.
1: That's just because they're super That smart was protesters. allowed to happen,
0: and Donald Trump, the federal government, spoke out against it the entire time because Kayleen McEnany, the Kayleen press, McEnany? yeah, the press she's, secretary, uh, my future ex-wife, um, she, <laughs> she was you know every day out there hitting hard against oh, dude. against you know the leadership of Seattle, yeah. Jenny Durkin, and she um, is a
1: fucking machine, she's savage, bro, savage. She's um, really good at her job.
0: And so because and she's not bad on they the were ice. out there speaking against it every day and Jenny Durkin and the police department are like just letting it happen and doing whatever and it yeah. takes takes people being shot and murdered Dude, and raped until they love, stop man. it. You know? It's
1: pretty hard to argue. Under age Underage kids being you know brutally murdered in vehicles for, for joyriding. We were, I think we talked about that, right? Yeah. I forget how many rounds were unloaded into this kid and then shot execution style afterwards. But that's yeah, that's so where it, it kind of ended at that point. I just
0: have a hard time, and I'm not saying that, I don't know, in a lot of cases it doesn't make it better, you know, because Donald Trump is, like you said, extremely divisive. Divisive to the point that we've seen people standing outside of Walter Reed Hospital protesting his existence i don't know like i don't no. know what they're there for i'm not sure like i saw one of the other woman said we're just protesting everything that he stands for oh yeah you know he's what I'm bad saying? orange and, man and bad. then that they didn't care how he felt
1: you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying uh the amount of yeah. to say i don't want to say they're not calls for violence or anything but the kind of like well wishes on death to the president that I've seen over Twitter over the last just 24 hours, pretty severe. Yeah. Rather disgusting when you think about it. Because even, even like, Joe Biden knows better. Joe Biden's campaign or whoever's running his Twitter knows better than to wish bad or wish ill on a president of the United States that has a disease, which might kill him. Yeah. Right? Even he was like, oh, yeah, you know, love and prayers. Like, like I pray for the president of the United States. I pray for them. You know. Good on him. There was a lot of, um, we talked a a lot of shit on her. Rach Maddow, same thing. She was like, hey, you know, I'm down. Just, I hope he's all right. You know, that's all I hope. I hope he comes out of this because it's disgusting. If you are excited about the President of the United States getting COVID, like I can understand where that comes from, but know that if you have that feeling, you're a disgusting human being who needs to get it through your health, your head that you know that is a human life that you are wishing ill upon right just think about that for a second you're wanting somebody to die so just you know take that with a grain of salt but it's it doesn't surprise me that this is happening and it's really sad to say but i mean good on joe biden i guess at this point for for being the for actually taking that Democratic stance and being better than the other side. That's the yeah. first time I've seen that. <laughs> Joe Biden would be like, yeah, I wish him well. I mean, Trump would be like, yeah, I wish him well. Wish him Just well. like Ghislaine J- 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 Maxwell. I yeah, wish him well. I wish him well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: at this time when they were talking about the social unrest yes. and what was happening in the cities right joe biden later made the argument that everything would have been better if donald trump would have just stayed out of the way right which as we just talked about i think is a
1: pretty hard argument to make um, yeah because it, it like, as soon as he was involved it was over
0: yeah and then well, joe biden kind of got pressed on defund the police right and he said that no. he didn't like a as pressed as chris wall would press anybody right and one. i was surprised to hear joe biden make like the bad apple argument, right? That he was like, yeah, that, he, that was surprising. That's why. been <laughs> spoken against vehemently by <laughs> yeah. the defund the police crowd. I mean, since the very yep. beginning, you know, the de- that was if a it's just hard a few political bad move. apples, then fucking yep. whatever,
1: you know, so that was a hard political move, <clears throat> which I will say that I respect that he did because I don't know if Kamala Harris, if she was running for president, I don't know if she would have gone that far, but no. like that, that is good because at the end of the day, we all know. Like I have problem with with cops, just like you got problem with cops, and you know all this stuff. What's Officer Brian last night? BTW said hi, and sup, Officer Brian? That's right. And but we all know that not all cops are bad, and the police force in general is a good thing. We like having them around because they they allow us to live our lives safely, and we all have lots of problems with their interference with our lives and our sometimes breaking of rights and blah, blah, blah. And we understand that, you know, every, every person shot by the cops and killed by the cops every year, which there are a lot of that are completely and utterly unjustified, or we have systematic, systemic laws in place that allow them to do that kind of thing and be okay. We understand that there are problems with that. And we, which is why we need police reform. But at the end of the day, it's okay for Joe Biden to say that, like, you know, law enforcement's good, and we don't necessarily need to get rid of them altogether.
0: Yes. Yeah, he... Right. And that's what he said is that
1: yeah. he... And so he's been getting a lot of thought pushback thought that they should be accompanied that.
0: by people that could help them assist in a lot of other circumstances, which... Which I don't argue either. No,
1: no. You know, there's and, a lot of... Circu- like the, the... Shit, what was his name? The, guy, the drunk guy in the drive-thru at the Wendy's that ended up getting killed. Yes. You know, like that... There's a lot of ways that could have gone a lot of different if we had different levers to pull. We've talked about this a couple you know. of different times. That there's so many the, situations. The like worst
0: that. part about the idea or the message of funding defunding the police is ju- is just that. It's just the think, words defunding the police, yeah. right? Is that that's. Because anybody who even is in favor of that, once they're pressed on I'm like, well, that's not really what it means. It really means this and this and this, right? Yeah. And it's like, if that's not what it means, then you should be using different words,
1: yeah. right? And words it's- matter, as I think the last podcast <clears throat> could probably feel like be- pretty well. You know? <laughs> and
0: it's because people who don't automatically agree with that are going to be instantly turned away at the idea of defunding the police. And they're not going to want to take the time to hear... What that actually means, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a hard sell for people sell. who already don't agree with you, yeah. you know. And if it's... and the you know and the counterpoint kind of- that is like, oh well, it's really hard, you know, to take a to explain this whole idea. It's just easier to just say defund the police. Like, but that doesn't.
1: It's so disingenuous. It's not a winning idea, yeah,
0: right? It's a but, bad. It's a bad headline. But when
2: you're Joe Biden, you
0: can say, I don't agree with defunding the police, but I do agree with more training with different individuals responding to different circumstances Mm -hmm. because it doesn't always need to be a police officer. That's something that I think that – like. I'm going to say ninety percent of America is going to agree with right. Anybody that's willing to actually sit down and think about right, it, right? Because you're probably about, we agree with not him. talking about taking money away. You're talking about yeah. more money for more training and for yeah. people to be able to better handle circumstances. Yeah. That
1: if it resulted in less "quote unquote" cops. Yeah. Okay. But what we're talking about here is a fundamental r- reform of our entire thinking about how we do this aspect of policing. A lot of it would stay relatively similar to the way it is. But especially when you're talking low-level crimes and stuff like that that these cops have to deal with, which they're trained to kind of deal with more higher tension situations almost in a way um, than the everyday like domestic disturbance or the drunk driver and this and that. I mean, there's so many other ways that we could look out for our our fellow citizens by having a different system in place to handle that kind of stuff where like you are being a danger to other citizens in our society. And that is not okay. Yeah, And so we need to teach you a lesson, but that doesn't necessarily mean that like we need to do the old, the old standard of throw them in a cage and find them a bunch of money or something like that. I mean, like right. there's other ways we could approach that situation. We should be talking about that, not just, we should not be talking about defunding the police. Yeah, it just seems like a fundamentally disingenuous place to start. You know, it's not because nobody wants to just defund the police and <laughs> right. let things just kind of fall how they are. I mean, maybe Michael Malice. Few people maybe, want to completely abolish you know, the police. Real life, like anarcho-capitalists, want something like Chelsea that. Manning, and they don't even really want that. They just want a privatized yeah. security force.
0: Which, when Chelsea Manning was running for representative of whatever she was running
1: from pause button what? Yeah. Of
0: where? I don't remember California? where somewhere here um obviously but yeah I don't remember where um her one of her stances was to abolish the police oh, it was to completely yeah. abolish it. I remember that. Good for her. I'm um, glad she
1: got drummed out by the system. The the final
0: question I think on this particular topic was Joe Biden got asked if he felt that there was a separate but unequal system of justice for minorities in America. And I don't remember exactly what his response, he said, yes. And then elaborated. I don't remember exactly what his response was. Um, But I believe that Brianna Taylor was brought up and used as an example. Um, And I just, I don't think that in questions like this, I'm ever going to be satisfied with people's response. Right. There's but not enough time. I'm just extremely frustrated that it is not turned into a discussion of people's constitutional rights. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right? I don't, many of these things as we've seen, and I'm not trying to deep, like deep dive into Brenda Taylor or anything. Cause I don't want to do that. But these things we've seen are not as simple as they all appear to be yes. right.
1: And for every instance, this is why Joe Biden tweeting that picture of Kyle Rittenhouse out labeling him as white supremacist was yes. wrong and is now deleted.
0: And every instance of a minority or somebody being murdered by the police can be countered with. You know, an example of a white person being murdered by the police, right? That yeah. sh- this shit happens all the time, and I'm not trying to be like it's it's not an issue. Like, i like we, we talked about that last week with, with John, right? Okay. I, that's not my argument. My the point, point is that
1: it is an issue,
0: right? My point is that the larger issue, and again, not to discredit or belittle anything else, but the larger issue is the. I don't remember exactly what word I want to use um the violation of people's constitutional rights mm-hmm. and the infringement the infringement and it's such a winning argument for Joe Biden to address it that way for everybody right yeah. to to even hit it in the beginning because of it like, is of we do have problems of racial inequality in this country, mm-hmm. and I'm also concerned of you know a police force, somebody however he wants to frame it violating people's constitutional rights regardless of what color Mm -hmm. they are because our constitution and the founding documents and the subsequent amendments have showed us and exemplified for us and solidified that everybody is equal regardless of the color of their skin and it doesn't matter what color you are if a police force or any body of this government is violating
1: your constitutional rights. We need to stop that. Yes. Right. And And that is not to take away from the, God, I don't want to say systemic, but there are obviously a great many communities in this country that are not starting out in the same place. They're not starting at the same level of equality. that we want everybody opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Because of the the shitty roll of the dice that they were given. Yeah. And where their parents were at and how their parents are forced. It you know, may or may not have been forced in that situation, blah blah blah. But Different regardless governmental decisions yes. up until this point. And regardless of how we got there or why, there are a lot of people that are born in this country that are not born into an equal opportunity that a lot of us are and that is not due to the way that our laws are structured necessarily which is part of the problem here because there is some fundamental truth to the fact that like like the fact that blm exists black lives matter movement and stuff there's a reason that that it exists right because there's a lot of hoods in this country that are super shitty and there's a lot of african-americans that grow up in that right and that are not A person grown in grown grown up in Compton is not; they do not have the same opportunity as a person grown up in fucking Kingston. Right. Period. White or black. At that point, it it doesn't matter where you're at; it's where you're born, and that that is a problem. I don't know how to fix that, but there's a way to fix it. We can figure it out. Yeah. But that does not give credence to the argument that like we should defund the police. Right. Right. And That that is not. The nature yeah. that just because that does exist and that is a problem, doesn't mean it's because the police force or law enforcement is systemically racist. Yeah, right. Um, and Even um, the numbers might indicate that, depending on how you interpret the
0: numbers. And I think my point in this particular case comes from a very personal place. That like I'm just I'm looking for somebody who's going to deliver me something that I I personally can hang on to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I am like so focused on f- base constitutional like rights and the fact that that is not the focus of anybody's discussion mm-hmm. is like very frustrating to me. Well, um, because it looks anybody yeah. vying for a big office like this like in these debates, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, that like it's it the focus is not that's true. It's not. It's because not maybe, in the right place and I don't it's exactly, not going to solve the, right the problem that they're talking about by looking at it the wrong way. Yeah. And it's frustrating because you're not going to
1: fix it by throwing in a constitutional amendment. That's not how it's going to get fixed. There is problems. There is problems. I mean it's. I think it's plain to see.
0: I I anybody. mean I mean trying to look at it through the lens of race. It's it's it's, it's taking away from from the issue that they're raising of people's rights being violated, to yes. to then look at that through the lens of race is taking away from that whole discussion. It's taken away mm-hmm. from that progress. And if he would have taken a moment to do what he has to do for the party, right? Like I said, and be like, absolutely, there's, you know, like I said, racial issues in this country, whatever he has to say, right? And then afterwards to appeal to everybody and say, but there are also issues that we're seeing here through the murder of Duncan Lemp and Brianna Taylor, mm-hmm. that this is an issue for everybody, and that these, even use it as, as a bridge into it, that these systemic, if that's what he wants to say, right, these yeah. systemic racial issues are leading into problems for everybody, right? Yeah. That's not like... I don't, the that's, canary in the coal mine. Perhaps. And I don't think that's too far of a jump for him to make, mm-hmm. and still be on board with the democratic narrative that he has to keep up with, right? And I'm just, I'm personally losing faith in... Not that I had it in these two individuals to begin with, but the people that are, that are raising to these ranks. That the idea of base constitutional protections are so far in the back of your mind that it can't even be
1: addressed. Now that, It can't even be brought up. And that like, is because race, in however whatever percentage of the aspect is that you want to assign to it, it is an aspect. And so it takes over due to the current societal position, wherever we're at with this thing, because the left has put in the idea that race is everything into everybody's mind. And we've all, whether we like it or not, we've all adopted that because we're all talking about it, right? Regardless of whether or not race is involved at some point, we are still failing to address the root fundamental cause, which is the constitutional infringement. It's not necessarily going to solve the racial aspect of it because there is... I can't shake the idea that there's still something wrong, something that we have not addressed when it comes to race. And, and right. I'm not saying that, that it will, it's right? Not the, it's, that's not where you solve that problem. And that,
0: right. I'm not saying that it will solve the problem with race because mm-hmm. it does exist. But trying wanna, to solve the problem
1: with race yes. will not solve the problem yes. with the constitutional crisis. And that's not to take not away from the idea that we do need to address the race issue. And because if, it, but if we, it's been made an issue. So and, it obviously yeah. is an issue somewhere. But In we my... need to address it. But there's other things that we want to address with that because what the catalyst to what is bringing this to the fore is the, constant, the, the constitutional problem. And so my concern that, right? is that if that
0: constitutional issue goes for too long, if to like metaphorically, if the mm-hmm. cancer of that issue allows to sit for yeah. too long, the issue, race, liver, the, the issue of race the issue of race won't liver. matter anymore. It it yep. does it won't matter. It nope. will be too far gone for that to even matter. It it will not exist yep. anymore because we will all be fucking oh, yeah. slaves to the government, to the to the to the police, government, federal machine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We will We're all, all not have rights. State. We will all not have rights. Yep. So
1: I... Well, we'll, we will we will still have rights, but we will have fundamentally shifted from a negative rights society to a positive rights society where our government no longer exists yeah. to protect our rights. Our government exists to give us rights. That is the fundamental danger with... with This discussion, this is why everybody gets so heated about it is because it's, it's addressing some really core values that nobody is willing to address on the surface anymore because we're, we're, we're having this discussion through race, through police brutality. We're having all these discussions through different catalysts that are not speaking to the actual problem. It would be much simpler if everybody was on the same page and we could dial it all back. And I
0: feel like if you if Joe Biden was to make an argument of said of the police acting (laughs) (laughs) unconstitutional, acting unconstitutionally, like even even Chad Offenbacher would be able to get down on it, would be able to would have to give Joe Biden one point. You know what I'm saying? Because even as much as I know, Chad hates joe biden like probably to his core if he were to hear joe biden say the police have been warped into a body that is violating your constitutional rights and it's funded through your tax dollars what the fuck is chad gonna say other than straight up right that's he's that's he has no choice but to give that point to joe biden and i'm i don't don't, and i don't understand why that's like such a like that doesn't seem like a radical argument to make that doesn't and it's not counter to even the narrative that the Democrats have to continue to push, you know and the fact that that idea I don't know I don't want to continue to repeat myself i' I'm not even certain that it's making total sense, but I'm um, bad it's it's fine <laughs> I have a um, tiny
1: tiny little bladder these days
0: <clears throat> so let's see that's about the violent crime. Okay, and so this is when they started to talk about like the Proud Boys. Right? right. This is when the moment happened with the Proud Boys where, you know, they asked Trump to yeah. denounce racism and I'm not
3: it I'm was not very gonna weird the
0: question itself. It was very weird. It was super weird, and then everybody was talking at the same time and he started he asked like who do you want me to I have um one thirty three. I can pull it up on my YouTube app on my phone.
1: Excuse Ooh. me. The actual question? Yes. Oh his, perfect his answer to it, yeah. Because it was. uh, This is one of those Trump answers, unfortunately, that you have to go back to the transcript to argue the validity of what he said. Because I'm not defending it
0: because he certainly could have. Because it was so poorly.
1: It was so poorly described. There you go. Oh, we're almost there. This is the. What's he do? That's like the answer to it afterwards. This is the end of the other one.
3: Okay. I'm asking you. I would love to You know, sir, I would I, love I, to I, and You know, if you want to switch seats, we, we, we could would we very quickly. We could do that, but I'd I'm no, I the National I, Guard,
2: it would be Congress over. There'd be Newark? no problem. Okay. But, but they don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly we, criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and, militia and groups. to say that they need to stand that down sure really and not add,
1: add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw
3: in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. We did not see that you in Kenosha have Do, that, but do it. Well, I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not, not from the right wing. So, what are, you, what, do you do, look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Willing do, to do it, anything. Say it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? give me a name give me a white name. supremacist and right like white proud supremacist boy. and right proud boys boy. stand
1: Biden's back and stand boys.
3: by but i'll tell you what i'll tell you what somebody's got to do something about antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem this is, is a left wing.
2: this is a left wing problem. Ahead, with problem. white supremacist
1: Antifa's an idea not an organization oh, you got it oh oh an idea not an organization Jason joe just one of the most uninformed things I've ever heard, right? Because um, this is the but, problem. They are not on the level to understand who the Proud Boys are and who the fuck Antifa is, right? None of these people understand what it is that they're talking about at this point. Um. So
0: again, disqualified. Right. Of them. Right. The answer that Trump had to this, the initial question of of like disavowing racism and white supremacy, it's and right wing militias apparently, and right wing militias. I'm not. Defending his answer because it was obviously fucking terrible, right? Any in functional my adult should be able to be like,
1: yeah, no. Hard hard, yeah. These people are terrible. Yeah,
0: in my personal opinion, right? It sounds like he's starting to form an answer that will be a disavowing of the yeah. of whatever they're asking. Yeah, just give him time and he'll roll and up then, to it. It's not gonna be in the first sentence. Because of and I don't want to like talk on the president, but like his like his monkey brain activates and like two people talking to him at the same time because he is
1: not a person. He is an ego. He
0: throws his middle fingers up and says, fuck you guys. Proud boys, fucking whatever. I don't, whatever. I don't give a shit. Fuck you guys. So I'm not, I'm not defending it because there's no reason that a grown man at 70, whatever years old was not able to say again, because he's done it in the past, right? We've talked about it. It's happened in the past, but There's no reason that he could not do exactly what was expected and say, of course, I disavow white supremacy and racism. Of course I do. It has no place in America, no place in my heart, no place in my administration, Mm -hmm. no place
1: anywhere, right? No reason he couldn't say that. Yeah, you, by saying that right now, that was a thousand percent better than what he said. There's no reason, right? I don't
0: know what the fuck. I don't know. I can't defend it. I don't I have no idea why he was
1: unable to do it. I don't It's because he do I at think this point, after four years, if that answer is not baked into the cake of who Trump is as a human being, because again, like we discussed earlier, he is not a he's barely a person. He has a serious mental health issue. He is only ego and that's the only thing he's cared about. It's the same reason why he thinks his daughter's attractive. Right, it's because he is only an ego. This is what, where all of his defects come from, because he is not a human being, person, because he is mostly ego. That is an egotistical. And you don't attack. think you don't think that it's because he's a white supremacist no. or a racist or because he wants the Proud Boys to beat the shit out of Antifa. He doesn't or know who like... the Proud Boys are, and we know that, right? Okay. And neither does Joe Biden. Nobody knows who the Proud Boys are, except for the Proud Boys are led by a. a a Latino Cuban, like an Afro-Cuban. I believe he's Afro-Cuban. He might not be. He might just be Cuban. But they're led by a Cuban guy like you, who is not fair-skinned. We'll say that much. They are not. Me and you understand who the Proud Boys are, right? They're this weird offshoot of this essentially troll group to Gavin started.
0: conservative. Yes. Anti-Antifa, really. They're like um, the Tea Party
1: times four or five. And they're willing to beat the shit out of people who look like Antifa. It's part of what they do. Yeah. Right. They are agitators. They are there to, you know. They're assholes. They're assholes. Period. Right. They are instigators and they are agitators. No but, better than Antifa. But they are not a white supremacist group. Are there white supremacists within for the Proud Boys? Certainly. Certainly. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure there are. Yes. It's but. Funny, funny thing that- loud and proud, girlfriend. Loud and proud. Loud and proud.
2: Funny thing that I open uh, Google and search who are the leaders of Proud Boys and all of that and it gave me.
1: A Enrique Tario.
2: It says, the Proud Boys are a far-right neo-fascist and the own the organization with ties to white supremacists.
1: So now you, re- you if you Wikipedia, Enrique Tario, T-A-R-R-I-O, it'll explain to you who he is and that the fact that he is the current leader... Of the Proud Boys, yeah, and then you look at his picture and go, "Oh, okay, I get it. They're not white supremacists. I got it." Yeah, but if you search white, if you search Proud Boys on Wikipedia, you'll get that answer. And so, certainly, yes. you because of what we
0: just said, you could say that they have ties to white supremacy, but you yeah, can't. It's and and disingenuous I, I'm not trying to defend the Proud Boys, right? But it's it's, it's, it's to, disingenuous. Yeah, because yeah, you can say that. I mean. We've seen the same t- type of rhetoric be used against Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, you know, yep. Dave Rubin, Joe Rogan, they're right wing adjacent. Like that's the the type of shit that's like I mean, I yep. guess that they hold conservative views, but Ben Shapiro's Jewish and it's like uh, Orthodox Jew, like very, very, very Jewish. Oh, yeah. I one don't target of I don't think that he's a Nazi. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, no, no, type of no, Number one target shit. of anti-Semitism in 2016. Yeah. yeah. And he's not- He's not afraid of telling you that. I'm and pretty sure every episode he reminds me. Yeah, and so <laughs> I mean, I probably would too if I was that guy. Not to be, you know.
0: And then no for shade. Joe Biden to immediately answer that with Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Okay, so Jared Nadler. Not only are there organized groups for Antifa, like Rose City Antifa, like shit like this, mm-hmm. right? There are groups like that all over the place. During the debate. Andy No posted a list of <laughs> known yep. Antifa groups, actual active groups, organizations. Steven yep. Crowder has infiltrated numerous like inf- oh, think yeah. two different Antifa groups and then Project Veritas has done undercover reporting into multiple Antifa oh, but Project
1: Veritas is we'll get into that later I think.
0: Yeah, and so it is deeply concerning to me mm-hmm. that people in such high positions are, first of all, talking about shit that they don't know about, exactly. right? but also saying things that are so not true and continuing to distort the perception of the general public towards these extremely dangerous groups, Antifa mm-hmm. and Proud Boys alike. And that right? just
1: indicates that, again, they are so disconnected, like you said earlier, from... The everyday culture that they have no concept of who these people actually are, right? And only people like me and you, like Tim Pool, like Andy No, like Dave Rubin, like people that actually live. Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, yeah, I'm like all these people. They know Ben Shapiro. I'm starting to be. I'm starting to have more and more of a problem with because I'm se- he's becoming more and more disconnected. And more and more towing a party line versus. I know, I don't, I don't listen I get it. to him as often. Yeah, I get it, but it is. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm very frustrated with him lately. Mm-hmm. Like Philip DeFranco. Oh fuck, dude! Watch his episode on the debate, and you go, oh, oh, I get it, man. Like, you, you, you drank Kool Aid. Yeah, I get it. You're, you're on it. You know, he's, he was describing the. I got so fucking pissed. Even his he was describing it as this vote coming up, as you know, it's not a vote between like, you know trump and biden or no it's a it's a vote against for Trump against democracy oh' I was my like no God. no 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 dude, no, none of that is right, none of that is right, yeah, I mean, I can see yeah trump a uh, trump against vote or democracy i mean against trump or democracy in a, in a very nuanced very kind of niche way that might be a correct statement because yeah, what joe biden's going to usher in will become an, essentially a pure democracy if he had his way. <laughs> but that's not, it's not that's what he meant. Not, no. Yeah. That and he also, I would suggest you watch it if you haven't. I'd be curious your take on it because it's not that long. It's just him, his first take on the debate. Yeah. But he, and he went into it with this. I'd be curious where he found this, too, but it was a uh, specific tactic. There's a name for the tactic that Trump used during the debate, which is essentially the Mike Tyson attack, 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 don't come off, just keep coming, keep coming like a fucking freight train. Yeah, there's a name for that. I forget what it is, but I just don't think that that's there was no precalculation towards what Trump was doing at that point. Mm. And to assign him any any kind of retrospective, you know, um, you know, strategy is I think giving him too much credit. Yes, but um, I would highly recommend people check that out. But it's again how I think so many people now are just becoming so I want to say disenfranchised. I wrote a whole thing the other day about franchisement and or disillusioned, because I've become disillusioned with politics. Um that's a whole other side. But like it's it's to get all the way back to the debate and all that stuff, because I yeah. I love to just go like three rails over. Um you it, know, it it's why Trump again is the worst avatar to speak against these ideas when, yes when when biden gets up there and says you know antifa is just an idea motherfucker no it's not there's legitimate groups and it goes all the way over to post-world war ii europe like antifa it started in europe yeah all right and it's over here now and what it started at it's not here there's a whole history behind it and you should fucking look into it because it's really important and it's and it's very very interesting. Well, especially first of all, because when, it's not a bad concept. Especially Empire when Christopher fascists, Ray
0: is saying that it's like you know what I'm saying. He's able to quote his own FBI yeah. director because there isn't consistent understanding across the different intelligence organizations. Because Mike there Pompeo, isn't. who used to be the CIA director, and I haven't heard Gina Haspel talk about it, but I'm sure that she's on the same tilt she that Mike don't Pompeo talk about is. Right? She's, she's all
1: about merkin. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm sure that she's on. The <laughs> I'm sorry, Gina Haspel what? is. Scary. (laughs) She's terrifying. Gina Gina Haspel. Because she's
1: very quiet and um,
0: very dangerous. Gina Haspel was allegedly, for legal protection, allegedly... Because
1: the CIA will come after you. Allegedly.
0: The head of a black site where they tortured the fuck out of people. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, tortured the fuck out of people. She was part of, like, the original what they called the Enhanced Interrogation Program, and there were videos, sorry, there were videos of Enhanced Interrogations that happened at the black site that she directed, Head and up. they disappeared. Yeah. and there may or may not have been email communications about how it would be beneficial for the videotapes to not exist anymore. Oh yeah. And you know maybe what should be done with them. Um, and now she's the director of the CIA. So Work. I'm pretty certain <laughs> that Gina Haspel's on the same tilt as Mike Pompeo as far as She's this
1: very man. scary person. You look into her, we during her confirmation we talked we about We talked it a, a lot bit. about Gina Haspel. And terrifying say that one more time do we not say so yeah
0: time? but he's like murking is like we'll oh this. yeah a Merkin yeah. is a pubic hair wig a Merkin. Yes. yes yes but she's yes. murk apostrophe n this isn't a comedy podcast baby this is serious <laughs>
3: it's
1: not why we're here but
3: vagina wigs <laughs> but vagina <laughs> wigs
2: yes especially yes. i will so. say when i
1: discovered what a Merkin was i was i was fascinated and I googled googled a lot, and then I immediately never googled that ever again. I don't want to relive that experience. Sorry. Yeah, so
0: I'm I'm sure that that Gina Haspel is on the same tilt as Mike Pompeo as far as what Antifa really is, right? Yes. I don't understand why there isn't consistency in the FBI that of that understanding. Um,
1: Did you listen to the Comey testimony recently? No. Oh fuck, bud. Gets homework for you. That is real interesting because we're talking about Crossfire, Hurricane, and blah 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 blah, and it just shows Comey's ineptitude. As Did you see a head of the FBI and how he had no idea what was going on over it? Showtime has been making some super spicy content lately. I'm, Showtime, um, Showtime. I think
0: I have right? a subscription for that on Amazon. One of them is with is about Comey, oh. right? It's like Ooh. it's about him and like all the shit happening like before the election and whatnot and um <laughs>
1: the reason like why Hillary Clinton why we're having this conversation. Why the, Hillary Clinton isn't president right now. The, James m- Comey.
0: The meetings between him and Donald Trump and you know like mm-hmm. all the nefarious things that Donald Ooh, Trump yeah. did. Like that's this whole thing is about like essentially painting James Comey as like a hero. Oh yeah. And hero of the left. Cost, yes. yes. cost Hillary Clinton yeah. the election. And elections. then there's something else they're making too, I don't remember. That's another like Trump type of thing that's I'm shocked. I'm really surprised. I gotta check it out. Showtime. Okay. Showtime. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. I've just seen the commercials for it. I don't have Showtime. I saw the ads for it on YouTube.
1: It's craziness. Can I do a quick side? What? YouTube. Right. I keep getting these advertisements for um, trying to get me to join YouTube Red. You know the whole pay for YouTube thing. And there's a movie on there uh, about Jordan Peterson. And it's only available, I think, that I've been able to find so far. It's, I think it's called Rising or something like that about uh, Jordan Peterson. And there's a bunch of other, like, hardcore conservative movies and documentaries that I've seen advertised to me now on YouTube before YouTube Red, trying to get me to go to YouTube Red. Have you seen any of those Have you seen let me see if I can go to YouTube real quick and see if it'll come up no in my advertisements but um, while you're
0: looking for that I'll tell yes. you
1: I did watch tell me the story baby.
0: a YouTube documentary done by the blaze TV oh yeah that was called
1: riding the dragon and Steven Crowder's part of the blaze now yes I, I've been so is Dave re-listening Rubin. to of course Davis good for Dave he needs help Yes, Dave can't. He couldn't figure out a lane to go to, um,
0: and so it is a documentary called "Riding the Dragon," mm-hmm. and it is about it is about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and their financial ties to China and Russia. <laughs> It's like a forty five minute I'm serious. I'm serious. I watched it. it. You should watch it. It's
1: I'm not you go. I can't attest to whether The Rise of Jordan Peterson. Documentary two thousand nineteen. It's been advertised to me all this time, but I need to be YouTube read so I can get it. It's inappropriate for some viewers, FYI. Interesting. Yeah. I've been I've yep. been all over following JVP since his uh situation you know and i just keep waiting for him to come back i don't know if he's ever going to come back to i'm sure honest. he will i just he'll you know. be back did you watch that Michaela peterson interview with her, her dad it's she was sad bro it's painful i cried she was sad i cried i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i cried i've seen a lot shit. of people
0: shit on jordan peterson
1: for um, no fucking reason because they're ignorant fucks that yeah man is, is one of the greatest human beings to ever walk the planet in our contemporary world I 100%. even John added me to this group on Facebook. That's like John's all about I adding know. people to groups.
0: Yes, I know, way. and I don't He's remember which one it couple. was, but we were like asking for book recommendations, and someone recommended Jordan Peterson. And there's all these people in the comments. You're know, like, this, this is some basic thinking. Like, this is an enlightened at all. It's fucking blah blah blah. It's Read not even it, like, and that's I'm like, it doesn't he's not claiming to be breaking new psychological ground. He wrote no. a book to help people get their shit together. Yeah. He's not saying that he's coming up with a bunch of shit that nobody has ever fucking said before. No. That's why he's fucking quoting the Bible and all that he's oh, yeah, quoting he's the shit Bible the he's, entire he's, he's time. Like Nietzsche, he's, he's, he's talking about his... how old yeah. these ideas are and that's why they're so yeah. important. Right. Yeah. And even if you're not talking about, the Twelve Rules of Life. I mean, Maps of Meaning. All these other lectures that he that he's oh, done yeah. are extremely useful for
1: people who need them. I use them on a regular basis. When I am dipping too much into the waters of nihilism, and it engulfs you because it has a it has a pulling aspect to it, nihilism, and it brings me down to this deep dark depression where nothing matters and everything's terrible and fuck everything and fuck life. Yeah, I. I've built in somehow this this safety kind of valve that I just pump and all of a sudden I I, I start with 12 Rules for Life on Audible and I start listening to that and then it leads me to just and then I just YouTube some of his other lectures and then next thing you know I'm back on top. Yeah. You know, but I rely on that motherfucker and his insight especially that book to bring me out of holes when I can recognize now that I'm going in, when I'm when I catch myself in the downward spiral. Yeah. It has saved me. Multiple times this year, 2020. I've probably listened to that book three times this year. Really? Because it has saved me multiple times. Because much like I think, I don't remember if we talked about. I wish it I had May. the
0: audiobook. If I had the audiobook, I'm sure I would listen to it frequently. And dull. he
1: narrates it. So get that shit. If you do, you have Audible? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Because I don't know if I can recommend you. Just through book. Jordan's thing, I could probably sign up for it myself. If you started a new one, I could. I bet you I can deliver it. I can recommend it to you to a new user for free i'm pretty sure if not whatever amount of money you got to pay for it it's a thousand percent worth it yeah because the ability sure to just go all right i'm having a really shitty day click play on rule five done yeah. and then all of a sudden i'm out of it because, yeah that's a good idea yeah, the dude is amazing in it that's literally why during that interview i cried multiple times because i'm like this dude is struggling through some shit yeah and he's been through it with his family blah blah blah, blah and the dude is me and you went to his show Mm -hmm. in seattle and it i mean the dude no individual on this face plan has affected me more than jvp has Fuck, i'm just getting all teary-eyed thinking about him now well i mean we've we've
0: spoken to many people in official and recreational capacities about (laughs) the different ways that i'm curious where that line is I'm go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep going. Word keep going. More <laughs> that came to my mind about the different ways that we've applied those the ideas to yeah. our lives. You know,
1: I like to um, quote
0: rules to people when I yeah, can, yeah. Know? And there are some you know that we use more than others, but um, mm. I, yeah, I, I don't think that the value that he's brought to our lives could really be understated. I don't so. um, yeah. Let's finish up the last couple Sorry, of these. No, ahead. no, no. You're fine because the last question that they really asked were like, "Were why they should win." Right, mm, And mm, mm, mm. Biden said that everything was worse under Donald Trump and blamed him for the recession, oh, um, which I think is one of the bolder claims that I heard to try and blame Donald Trump for the recession that accompanies yeah. the global pandemic pandemic of the coronavirus that's to kind of which tough. he is currently On suffering. On multiple levels. Um, yeah. So that's very interesting. It's easier to blame the legislation or the legislative branch than anybody else because of their inability to fucking do anything to try and stimulate the economy or keep anybody alive yeah. during
1: this time. Stagnated um, by not the difference in ideas, right? We're not at gridlock in the Senate and in the House right. for for idea based situations. We are we are gridlocked in this House and Senate based out of pure idealism. Yeah. You know, ideologues and their their ideas. That's why we're gridlocked. Yes. So. Um, and,
0: right, because it's now like Donald Trump has had a bunch of different bills hit oh, his desk insane. and he's just been like, no, nah, I'm cool. You know, yeah. like, it's, like like that's not happened. You know, there hasn't been a single piece of legislation as far as coronavirus stimulus that's hit his desk that he's just chosen not to sign. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's... Yeah, we're like still
1: waiting on our second bill, by the ludicrous way. Ludicrous to me,
0: bill. yeah. Um, our stimulus recovery package number two. After that is when Donald Trump failed to try and be presidential
1: about bo biden right when yeah. they started to talk oh. about bo and hunter and about as um, as you can get. yes again served up on a silver platter and just instead of just you know here's the here's the softball on a silver platter all you got to do is hit it like a fucking like you're playing t ball out of the park no 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 he takes and he smashes the dish and he goes like no nope, right. fuck it i'm going to destroy this whole thing fuck fuck it bo biden i'm not going to talk about him i'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt, I'm not going to say he was an American hero. I'm not going to say Nothing. all the things, especially as a technical conservative with, right. with, with an right. behind his, right. you know, behind his name. Even just a small so one. So easy. So easy to do. And you are not coherent enough. You're not smart enough. You're not present enough. You're not cohesive enough to articulate that at all. Much, John- much less tried to do it. He just didn't do it at all. Yeah. If
0: John right John McCain were here, he'd be flipping his shit.
1: <sighs> there's, there's, yeah, yeah. We'll just say that. that's another discussion. But uh, it's true, <laughs> but it's very true. <laughs> he'd be flipping his shit. I think commentary uh, was talking about uh, the difference if if McCain had been president versus Trump at this point. And you look at like, or no, maybe it must have been Tim Pool because if McCain would have been elected. You know, Trump has done a lot of anti-war things in the Middle East and getting the fuck out and all this good stuff, which is, if you were to ask me, good thing, super opinion. But you know, for a lot of people, if McCain would have been in, we wouldn't be dealing with certain problems. But we'd probably have we'd probably be in Iran by now. if yeah. McCain was, in, you know. So it's, it's toss up. Um, after this, they
0: get asked about the Green New Deal. So they're asked, they have to be talking about yeah. like the the economy or the uh, the, the, the environment. Yeah, and. Joe Biden said that the Green New Deal isn't his deal and he doesn't oh, yeah. support it, no, right? that's a Which fucking Which is lie. interesting because Kamala Harris co-sponsored it in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Like she co-sponsored it to be introduced in the Senate. So
1: now that he has picked her, due to intersectionality, to be part of his administration to be the VP, they're tied. Her problems are his problems. Yeah. So I yeah. So I get that Joe mm -hmm. Biden has never
0: technically said I am in support of the Green New Deal, Mm -hmm. but by picking a vice president who introduced the Green New Deal into the Senate, Mm -hmm. it certainly would indicate that you are favorable towards the Green New Deal at you're, the very you're least. you much
1: more in favor than opposed to so that. Yes. Yes. Um, so I think that's... I'd be interested to see I mean, he talked about his out. rebuilding of of homes and infrastructure and all this stuff too, and it, which was X amount of dollars versus the Green New Deal being $10 trillion or whatever right. it is. And it, it's, it's the same basic concept. He just wouldn't... He's not willing to flush out that entire topic and discuss it. But on a more higher elevated position when you're looking at this. If you're looking at this a little higher up, more top down, Joe Biden as a candidate himself. um, And it might just be me. This might just be my opinion. So please interject if you have other ideas or thoughts. Um, (laughs) I'm used to it. Um, Joe Biden, I don't see as necessarily somebody who holds at least at this point in his career and his life, I don't see him outwardly espousing views that he holds as his own anymore. (laughs) No, I think... I feel like he has 100% been, you know, if this was the rise of the Vox Populi, which we thought was Trump, and as it turns out, no, that was just get the Republicans in power, now Mitch McConnell takes over. Um, Like, the populist candidate at this point is Joe Biden, and if he, like he is more of just a puppet of the vox populi, and if you don't understand who that is, please just Google it. The vox populi is essentially the populist. He's a very populist president. We've gotten away from fundamental candidates who believe in fundamental ideas and all this, and it, we've just right devolved into populism. But which, a de- death of the Roman Empire, but um, the way he espouses the ideas is like you can just tell he's a third party. Just he's like, hey, he's just here to, to just say what he wants. And Kamala yeah. Harris more embodies the the true values of that that party. And hardcore that new ideology. Party. Yes, yeah. and the ideology behind it, 100%. And that's that's what terrifies me more than anything else when yeah. looking at Biden. Because so a part of me wants to vote for Biden because it's like, oh, sweet, I would love just to go back to things where... The way things <laughs> were back when he was in, because then we could just talk politics again. But, yeah. But, you know, but if... You know what, what do you think to, those, to the people that talk about, maybe that, that just say outright that a vote for Biden for president is essentially just a vote for Kamala Harris um, due to age and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. Re- regardless of one, one term or two, um, I, things, I don't know the, the logistics of it, who he is, the age. It is just being what it is. There is a higher chance than ever that the vice president might have to take over than any time in history. I think that even if
0: Joe Biden is alive for his whole term, if he wins, Mm I think Kamala Harris would likely have similar amounts of influence to, like... um, I mean, do you
1: think Kamala Harris could be the puppeteer, the puppet master?
0: Yeah, that's, that's I I think that she would probably have similar amounts of influence as um
1: who the fuck am I thinking of? Oh, Chris, I know you're talking Bell about. movie. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about George W. Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney. Yes. There it is. I knew if I said so, yes. I Yes, yeah. So I would I would comparable to
0: Dick Cheney, you know, I would say yeah. less Personal, so in other words, I shouldn't be offended by that idea. Um, because it's happened before, it's happened before. We've seen it, yeah. Somebody that
1: just knowing, I mean, as as far as
0: what you said about Biden holding less personal opinions, I think you're pretty on base. I think that him and Mm -hmm. Trump are very similar in that aspect. That Donald Trump has personal opinions, but as far as what's happening, like I said. I don't think there's a single piece of legislation that if it hit his desk, he wouldn't sign it. Because if it comes out of the House and the Senate, he's just going to fucking sign it, you know? What is Trump vetoed? And that's what I'm saying. I don't know that there's a bill that he's vetoed. And I think part of it is a side effect of how
1: extremely divided that he's vetoed. Mm -hmm. Um, So President Donald Trump vetoed eight bills. This is according to the Senate.gov. Subject, Iran wars... Resolution, the Borrower borrower Defense Institutional Accountability Regulation Rule relating to a National Emergency Declaration President on February 15th, the Yemen War Powers Resolution, Saudi Arabia and United Kingdom and Great Britain and Northern Ireland Arms and Sales Disapproval Resolution. UAE arms sales disapproval resolution. Interesting. Yeah, right? They all happen to be weapons deals. They all (laughs) happen to be things that
0: he would like to continue forward with. so the fuck? Okay, so I... I'm not going to lie. I did not expect that. I'll double down on that. Um, Yeah, go for it. Do it. (laughs) There is very, very few things, as far as legislation goes, that will hit Donald Trump's desk that he wouldn't sign, right? And... Except for arms deals apparently. Except for arms deals. Well, but with- those are disapprovals. Those oh, are yeah, disapprovals. those are saying yeah, yeah, yeah. that they don't agree with his arms yeah, deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, disapprovals right? of arms deals. Exactly. So that even oh, further doesn't surprise wow. me. Right?
1: So that I just I thought there might be something. Yeah, and wow. I
0: I think maybe Donald Thank Trump you, doesn't seem
3: he hey, seems more I ideological. Do do I sign this? Um but
0: Exclusive? only because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. only because he's talking so much more. He's yeah. saying so much more stuff all the time because he's reacting to everything all the time.
1: No president in history has ever had a yeah. open line of communication to the American public exactly. than president
0: Trump. He has, has a take on everything all the time, but I don't think that that influences like his actual genuine, you know, if you sat down and got to know Donald Trump, yeah. I don't
1: think that that's like those things are indicative
0: no. of who he is. I you know Noah what I'm Rothen saying? put
1: it pretty well when he he was talking about it this week and he says, "You know, There are certain subjects at which when a lot of people feel they need to speak, like very few people just look at a subject and go, you know, I don't really have anything to say about that. Yeah. And I don't think – yeah, I think that's – Trump is the opposite guy. He goes, oh, subject? I always have an opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last question or the last point that I have here is that Biden said there was no evidence of voter fraud in mail-in voting, right? So they had to be asked None. about the fairness of the election.
1: None whatsoever, um, Donovan.
0: And so, right, so we can talk about this and then we can talk about sports, right? Yes. Because those new Project Veritas videos came out. Larry Dixon said something to me. On Twitter, yes. I don't know whether or not he was joking. I, I took, tell. Took him as joking, and that's why I responded the way that I did. Yes, I honestly don't know. And he didn't respond back, right?
1: No, because I was very interested Which in even that context. Further as well. made me. I don't know, right? Well, he'll listen to this so... and we'll find out. I hope, Larry, listen to the show, please. Tell me what you meant, because um, I'm curious. Yeah. This is why. So, conversation over text is really bad, and I'm not yeah. saying that they are real, right? Because I don't know. But But I know that Project Veritas... It's an anecdotal experience on video every time. But I know
0: that Project Veritas has a consistent record of legitimately defending themselves and people Mm -hmm. having to print retractions based off of the things that they've said about
1: them. There are legal precedents at this point. They have won legal cases against defamation. I know one big one. What? The one big... Oh, want cases, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and yeah. they have the whole wall in their office, all yeah. the people,
1: all the stuff they're doing
0: all the time, right? Yeah. So I but know it doesn't help that, feel less shady that about that is true, uh-huh. right? No, it's not good. Right? Right? And it's, he's it's had hard. discussions about that, with, like Eric Weinstein and yeah. stuff. Um, and I'm not defending his tactics, right? But at the end of the day, if you're uncovering things that are true, then it is what it is, you know? And I know I'd hate to be like, you know, fucking the ends justify the means, but like they're not, Like hurting anybody, you know, they're just doing kind of like sneaky shit. But I mean, like physically, they're not harming anybody. They're fucking with people's reputations because those people are doing shady shit. But they're not making things up about people. They're exactly messing with
1: the vote. Is and so so that's why
0: I'm like, if you're exposing the fact that she's committing felonies and paying people for their ballots, do I really care that you did it in kind of a
1: shady way? Not particularly, because if you didn't do that. Individuals who are tied to you are committing felonious acts on Certainly. your behalf, which and, is another. And that's fine. I'm not. I'm not
0: alleging that she's doing that. Right. Mm. What I'm saying is is that as long as far as long, as, as, long as they're not doing anything that's hurting somebody, I don't particularly care. Like that's mm. not. As long as it's legal. As and far as the validity of the reporting the, Of their reporting, the of their reporting. Yeah, yeah. It's not as long as, as it's people legal. People that don't know what um,
1: Project Veritas does, they generally they, they, they get whistleblower complaints from within corporations or political movements or whatever it is yes. about um, bad things that are happening within it. People that think that things are happening illegally or they're whatever it is. And so they will report that to Project Veritas. They make an infiltration into that organization and they will catch certain it's individuals not even that on that anymore. Cameras, it's right? not even
0: that anymore. Now the... They will oh, yeah, generally have the whistleblowers get that information themselves. Yeah. It's not even James O'Keefe and those people are so well known now by their because he used to dress up and and sh- that's why people didn't like it so much because he was disguising himself yeah. and would like meet people at bars and shit. Yeah, so it's and it's like, 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 oh well sort of you're revolution. like you're fucking buying people drinks and then they're saying shit. It's like, yeah, I you know what I'm saying? I don't call the honeypot, bro. I people say shit after a drink or two that they wouldn't say normally, you know? Yeah. And if you're talking about
1: you catch me People about three who hours work the podcast at tech and... companies
0: that are involved in hiding opinions in America. Oh, I can yeah. see why it might take them two drinks to be open yeah. about that. You know, that was the last release, right? The, yeah, the, the social exactly. media and individuals. So, so I'm not saying that those things are true. Do you know what I'm saying? But, but it seems to, not to not take. look very not good. Yeah. Um, and there seems to be financial ties between the two. And it, I find yeah. it, doubly troubling that i don't like that way that that sounded at all um double trouble i find it even more troubling that the party who is arguing in favor of mail-in voting is taking part in activities that bring into question its very integrity we live in a state that we have been voting by mail for years now a long time i know for Mm -hmm. a fact that it can work yep so I find it like said, extremely frustrating that the party that is arguing in favor for it is
1: doing things that are questioning its integrity. And and I think I can go back to previous episodes where I've argued that point where, you know, Washington state can get away with it because we've done it for a long time. There's certain other states just like us that can do it. But to to ask every state in the nation to try to just shift gears at this point when we know how slow government bureaucracy works to have it be valid. I think it was completely unrealistic. Well, and I just heard and two I think weeks the... ago, like logistically,
0: I just heard like two weeks ago that they were like, oh, now they're talking about putting in ballot drop boxes in places so that you don't have to mail them. Like, Imagine wait. Imagine that. What? Why weren't you doing that before? Because yeah. that's what the I fuck that, we that do was here. A, I thought that's what that's, you did. That's what we do here. There are fucking ballot drop boxes all over the place. Yeah, they don't, don't go in mailboxes. They go in the mail drop, like, in the ballot drop yeah. box. There are fucking schools and post offices and libraries. There's one in Fire Keyport. Departments They're all over the place. Yes. I don't understand why that's... that wasn't part of the initial infrastructure
1: plan as far as mail and voting goes. Which is why trying to just do this at the last minute was a really fucking bad idea because washington as it is we do have a very good track record with our mail-in voting if you want to call it that at that point the absentee voting at that point where you don't go to a poll place and get a little sticker that says i fucking voted we've been doing that for a very long time and it's worked out pretty well right as far as we can tell um I don't know I haven't dived deep into any kind of there but it seems to my knowledge at this point. to my knowledge there are
3: you know. not
0: any large scale or significant voter Mm-mm. scandals In our state if there are I'm more than happy
1: to have people expose them to us but to my knowledge there are not we have a separate problem where our legislature decides to legally fight against the votes of the people to protect the votes that they did without a vote of the people but that's a totally different thing (laughs) yeah but and that's the difference between having that white mailbox and the blue mailbox yes it's because we have a white mailbox that sits there at the same places for years and years and years, and the only time it's ever full is when it's time to vote. And then we vote, and it goes in there, and the rest of the people vote at the polling place. Done. It's not that hard to set up. And I understand a simple a simple thing like that for every state government to try to take on and make decisions about and to actually carry through and execute would take – Years. It would take an entire election cycle, probably yeah. four years, for a government to actually do that and to have it in place, and then another four years to figure out the the system of bureaucracy you need behind that to accurately get a count. But it's entirely possible, and it it's very simple, realistically. Yeah. But the concept that the entire nation was going to be able to just jump on board like that within a matter of months is is ludicrous. If you ask, I think most people, and. Not to derail the idea of mail-in voting, because I mean, unless we make this motherfucker an actual national holiday and give people the day off, go out and vote. I don't. I don't see any way that you could do it other than that. Other than absentee and a heavy mail-in, because people have lives.
2: Un- you
0: got un- to. most people, you got to do one. Either give everyone like three days off, yeah. so that they can go and like you know multiple what I'm days, like a vacation, a three-day vacation. It's voting week.
1: This is Young. voting week. Yes. It's a
0: federal, a whole federal holiday. Everybody gets paid for a week. That would
1: be my favorite thing on the face of the planet. By the way,
0: like that's yeah. Everybody pick a day, right? It's organized at that point. It's organized through your local county yep. at which day you are supposed to go down to the polls and uh-huh. vote so there isn't fucking mile long lines outside of the
2: place. Yeah. Funny thing that you say that in Ecuador it is obligatory.
0: Yes. Mandatory. I forgot to bring that up.
3: To actually have that day off the, the whole country yep. has a day
0: off. For they're mandatory. The Tell me why they're the like fuck the it's happening in Ecuador and not in America. Uh, <laughs> not to like place them on a di you know what I'm saying? Like you know a what? fucking but it's because they're I'd assume there's a reason that your family came here. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're right. it's because that's not that it's a shithole country or anything. Uh, Donald that, Trump. That,
1: but at that but point when you're when politically. you're yeah, politically <laughs> politically <laughs> And and again this is just going to be me grasping and straws here but yes. I would imagine in a grasp away in a Latin American country such as Ecuador or Chile or Brazil or something like that Venezuela a Venezuela a mandatory election would be put into place oh, to no, not to Venezuela. add credence because if <laughs> there is a mandatory day of election if every right. citizen of the United of the United States it, if it was obligatory, and it was mandatory to go and vote. You have to go. You cannot. There is an air of ill of legitimacy. There's an air of legitimacy put behind every single election. Right. So no matter what you do on the side, everybody voted. There was nobody that was. Everybody stressed. had the death. Of right. course they went. Everybody had to vote. They had to vote. So this is definitely the will of people. Period. Full stop. No argument. Go fuck yourself. I'm out. Right. I am now president again for life. Period. Um, But we don't have that problem here. Yeah. Like, we don't have that. It And again, my case against voter apathy, I don't know if that's such a good thing or a bad thing. But, you know, some people shouldn't be in charge, you know? There's some people. That, yeah. In your daily life, how many people do you come across on the road? And you don't drive that much, right? Where you go, that motherfucker should not be on the goddamn road. All the time. Right? Like, almost every day. Now, carry that over to... How does that person vote? Why do they vote? What's going through their head? Do they really know what's going on? Do, do they dive into 40 hours plus of fucking commentary every day and article reading and, and watching videos of all this stuff to discern whether or not you have an informed opinion or not? Yeah. Probably not. But they should They should definitely go out and vote. There's a problem there. And like, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to advocate for like a test for voting or whatever it is, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different ideas, but you can't say that. But at the same time, there's some validity behind it in a way. Wouldn't be mandatory. All those it. it wouldn't be. I'm just kidding. You like you can't you can't make it mandatory at that point. Because the people that don't want to vote, you don't want them to vote anyways because they're not plugged in. I don't in. I don't know. I don't want anybody yeah, to right. not vote. That's I don't either. I don't I, I don't want anybody to not have the right to vote and to be able to just go out and cast their vote. But, you know, for a fact, just like I don't want anybody to not be held back from a driver's license. But there's a lot of people that shouldn't be on the road. Right? Yeah, but,
2: that, but that's just the yeah, messy I, reality of being okay. a
0: free freedom-loving American. That's the reality of like everything ever. There are ever. people who yeah. shouldn't drink alcohol. There are people who shouldn't even f- drink caffeine. It's a little too you know finite. A little too finite. Yeah. There's, yep. Yeah. You, you can't be telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. You but know? Isn't that
1: kind of the general problem with just talking about politics in general? Because there is a black and white way we're supposed to run things, but there's a hell of a lot of gray area in which we all operate in. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's some fundamental ties back to that black and white. Yeah. So... um so was that last topic of the debate? That was it. Validity of mail-in voting. Yeah, because I'm I'm down with mail-in voting again. I'm down with mail-in voting. We just need we all need. Yeah, time. no shit. We do it here, Colin. And I kind of wish, in a weird way, that we can all have a national, a national minimum standard of voting that we can all essentially yeah. do. I wish we can. I wish in a perfect world that we can all do voting the way we do in Washington State, where we all have the white box and we all have the blue box. I don't we, think there's you know, any reason that we can't. We think couldn't. That it's just timing. Yeah. Timing. And if, to bring it a little bit more into reality, right, like let's let's just play around with some hypotheticals real quick. <laughs> we did four hours last last week, Don, or a couple of weeks ago. Don. I'm going to stress this one a little bit. Um, I just want one more opinion out of you. If we could, I don't know, give me your, like, your perfect world in the way voting would go down in the United States of America, given the fact that every state has to have their own autonomy and run their own elections,
0: even on the federal level. Right? I don't see there's any reason that people can't vote online.
1: Online? I no de-
0: security issues. I deposit my check through my fucking phone. That's a good point. I can file my taxes on my phone. That's a very good point. I know if I'm a little more concerned about people getting my social security number than knowing who I voted for. So I don't see any reason that could somebody steal your able yeah. to somebody could steal anything. That's true. I don't have any way to. Why am I allowed to? So uh, apparently, me and everybody else in the world, uh-huh. it feels secure as long as there's a little lock next to whatever fucking website <laughs> I'm on on my <laughs> phone. True. So I don't understand. We all do why... feel better when we see that, right? So I don't understand why we there isn't a way for us to vote.
1: Online, online. She's got the I, don't, Joe I mean,
0: and I'm not. I don't know what it is, but if there's mm-hmm. a way, even if everybody has to get an ID, I don't know why there isn't a reason why they're not going to people's houses to fucking print IDs out. Because when I went to sign up for my fucking bank account at BCU, they printed my debit card out. So, my debit card is textureless. It's flat. So. I don't know why there is a way for I have my my wallet in my pocket here. Yeah, no, I don't see why there isn't a way you don't don't show the, the fucking card on the
1: internet, but it's cool. It's textureless. Yeah, text they,
0: Texture list. Texture less.
1: Texture less. Got yes. It. Yeah, work.
0: Because So of, So I don't see why there isn't a way for
1: to vote online.
0: No, not even that. To go to people's houses and print them a fucking id i understand there's people homeless and shit but i mean oh, the general yeah. argument okay so i say that because the general argument against like a voter id so oh there's old people who can't who don't have driver's license or they, they can't go folks right they can't afford it they can't go down here they can't find a bus to go and do this it's this, this and this this travel all this shit right yeah take four years because it's gonna take a while Yes. go to Every fucking house that's listed in the United States, right? Like the Give census. everyone a job, right? Just like the fucking census. Or do go, it while you're doing the census. Go to everybody's house. Print them an ID. Use that. Scan it the same way I scan a fucking check on my phone allow me to vote that way. All you need is the app and you don't even need you don't even need your own phone. You can use somebody else's phone as long as you have the, the card that we printed out and gave to you at your own fucking house wherever you were staying at that time because it really just shows that you are who you are. We verified that when we gave this to you. Took your fucking picture, put it out here. you go. Find a phone, scan this, fucking move on. It's 2020.
1: I there's I got not Yeah.
0: There's I'll pay. a shit there's I'll pay a half a million that, dollars in you taxes know,
1: to pay for the plastic to print that shit out, for sure. There's just, just, it, 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 and that's just one idea. Like, there, there's got to be ideas, right? So there seems like no.
0: if, yeah.
1: It could be so simple. Yes. But at that point, do we need to forfeit more control to the federal government at that point to run our elections? What do they not run now? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. But I mean, technically, every state does things differently. Right, it's the reason why we have, that's why I have a, ba- a, yeah. a, a mail-in vote. But as far as the federal general election goes, we all yeah. fail out
0: a ballot. If you're going to go somewhere and vote, everybody's, like, the system they use might be different, so maybe they all want to develop their own app or whatever the fuck, you know, because mm-hmm. some of them still use paper, and some of them you have, like, voting, you know, things, little digital things that look like those old fucking Game Boys, the uh, the Atari whatever. What? So you know? what? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I have seen booked, those. Yeah, voting machines. I've seen a lot of yeah, old exactly. voting machines where you go in, like, it looks more like a slot machine. Yeah, no, not like that anymore. They're, like, <laughs> a lot of them are way smaller. And so, I've been on
1: absentee for a like long time. Like, everybody,
0: yeah, everybody does their own thing. So, I don't, you know, develop your own app yeah. if you want. I don't have a problem with it,
1: but I don't see why it's not. Yeah, Out of all the things that we do online, if you can bank online, I you should be able on to vote. Internet. And you should be able to vote online. Yeah, and like I said, if your social security number is supposed to be the most sacred
0: thing that the government ever gives you, you know, that's the only way we know that they you're us, you. They, pers- that's- they just protect it. Oh, whatever. I, no, the social security number. That's <laughs> oh, they, word, they provide word, it word, to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have do yeah, 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 yeah. Until the government, I didn't have a social security number. So no. that's. I thought you said right to vote. Sorry. N- no, no, no. Social security number. Yeah. If, if they give that to us and that's the most, you know, sacred thing that they ever give us, then I don't. I wish it really is, isn't it? Why can I not fucking vote on my phone? I'm way more likely to do it if I can vote on my phone. If all I have to do is Mm -hmm. scan the card that you just gave to me, you know what I'm saying? Put a little QR thingy on there, the little fucked up little block thing, you know? That's what that's called, right? Oh, you got ideas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you got ideas, That just doesn't seem like that's that complicated. So honestly,
1: you wouldn't be opposed to essentially a constitutional amendment to say that, okay, federal elections will be run by the federal government. State elections will be run by the states. I mean, I feel like the federal... Because they already do that, essentially, really. Like
0: I said, they can it can be done state by state. I'm not saying it has to be run through the federal government, but I feel like the easiest way to collect those votes would be for each state to either develop their own app or have one company develop an app for everybody. Mm-hmm. Even if they're developing 50 different apps, just have one company do it so they know that the level of security is all up to here because this one security company developed all of the apps, right? Yeah. Then... Just just, just a way course, of them collecting yeah. the data. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, still if you want to fucking caucus or whatever stupid shit for the primary, then do that. That's fine. But yeah, that's when true. we're gonna collect your vote, do it on your phone. Just send it to mm-hmm. it. Just text it to me. Just text me. Yeah. Just text, text it
1: to three oh three. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was a deep cut for you yeah. primary folks. Exactly. Oh so, my God! Three oh, uh, uh, three, 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 like three oh. <laughs> you can't tell if he's stuttering or if that's actually you're supposed to repeat the threes. Yeah. So, anyways, let's talk about fantasy football. Yes. Um. So, as far as sports, it's been a long
0: time. It has been a long time. Do you have a line today? By the way. I think I got one. I'm yeah.
1: I'm really really uh, stoked about it.
0: Yeah, because I forgot one last week. I didn't. Last week was weird. Last show was weird. You know. Um. Yeah, last show I didn't have a line. That's the first time in the history of (laughs) the show. I just was like, okay, bye.
1: So before we get on that, Chad texted me a little while ago because he was watching the pre-show. He's like, so uh, Don's mom slid into my DMs. (laughs) Oh
0: my God, she totally did. She was fucking... (laughs) She called me another day and she was like... Ask me about Casey and like his his uh, bovine podiatry because yeah, she yeah, wants yeah. to like go and like watch Casey do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And she but, wants to
1: watch Chad do some chewing. Yes,
0: yeah, first she thought that Casey was a farrier, and I was like, no, 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 Chad's the farrier. Like, mm-hmm. it's Colin's brother. And she was like, do you think that he would let me? I'm like, I don't, I'm sure. Like, I don't know why not, you know? And like, <laughs> that's, you're both individuals. I'm like, I don't you know you can ask him if you want and she was like well how do i do and i was like just like send him a you know like a direct message on send like facebook on or whatever yeah <laughs> so i don't know what she says and she has to i'm not talking shit about her but she has dyslexia so her messages are not always the most clear so hopefully they were like
1: what well, sounds like you know he, decent, he got but, she just wants to watch him do some shoeing yes to see what it's all about yes and so I'm going to tell him and be like, yeah, man, she's just a really curious. Was he like, what he the fuck is this about? Like, and He just what? was like, question mark. It's like, so Don's mom slid into my DMs and apparently she wants to see me do some chewing. Jeez. Question mark. Really like, weird. Yeah, no, she's just my interested, mom's man. My
0: really weird.
1: I don't blame her. Um, because she's very curious. So She likes to sh- explore new shit. Curious is probably a really good way to put it. And that's, I have to do that because I'm yeah. very curious about a lot of things. Oh. I'll yeah. go job shadow anybody to see what they fucking do. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, good for Kathy. Um, so this is week four of the NFL. We, as we talked about earlier,
0: although my fantasy team could probably beg to differ. Well, no matter what, they're going to tell you it's week four. Even it is if it's indeed. Not, um, it
1: is indeed. And
0: so some college conferences have already started playing the SEC, the big.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, they moved them now to instead of uh, the status for my two players that were on. Um, Oh, shit. What's the word? Where you skip... Uh, where you kind of postpone. They were postponed. Yes. So it was like PSP or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's the official standing as far as like where it puts their opponent in ranking and shit like that. there, And uh, it says bye now. Yeah. They're officially on a bye week now.
0: Yes. Um, and so, what Colin is referring to is over the last two weeks, there have been a series of positive tests throughout the NFL. I believe there was Eight individuals on the Titans that tested positive and now for the COVID adv- yes for COVID-19 and now
1: Derek Henry isn't one of them poor guy
0: and now we have seen positive tests on the Patriots Cam Newton tested positive this morning and we've also <sighs> seen positive tests on the
1: Kansas City Chiefs um, yes who is the quarterback for the, the Pats now Cam Newton Cam Newton is- I missed that okay so that makes a lot of sense Yes, Cam Newton. And so what that means for
0: individual players, is there is a COVID-19 IR designation, both in fantasy and in real life. So usually when you're placed on the injured reserve, you're on the injured reserve for eight weeks, no matter what. That's it. And that's a way that they can maintain you on the team, but fill your roster slot, right? So in the case of Kim Newton, it's a COVID IR, it's two weeks. And so he'll be on IR IR for two weeks so he doesn't have to stay. Because even if you're on IR and you get better after four weeks, if they placed you on IR, you Mm -hmm. cannot play for four more weeks. You still got to do
1: your two-week quarantine. Right.
0: So now, instead of it being eight weeks, it's cut down to two weeks. It's a special designation, so they don't have to wait eight weeks just for COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Presumably, Cam Newton will be treated for COVID nineteen. He'll have to receive several negative tests before he's able to return back to practice. Get um, some
1: remdesivir. But
0: then he'll be able, he'll be good to go. We've seen several players, Von Miller included, who have had COVID nineteen in the off season, recovered from it, and were going to play. Um, we have Ooh. also seen the head coach for the Chargers had COVID nineteen. He is now he's coaching. He's just fine. That happened in the off season. Him and his whole family. I'd be curious to
1: watch some of their like to put an asterisk behind their their name. As far as their stats go, that might Seen help. That might help of the, the world offensive study. Men for the Rams
0: had mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, and he is
1: playing right now.
0: Yeah, um, he had it in the off season.
1: He's it would be playing. good, so, I think, to study the the after effects of COVID nineteen on pro athletes. Yes. That would be a good idea to see if their if their stats start to drop after that. There might be some physical. Um, problems that have have affected um, people after that, COVID nineteen. That'd be really interesting to watch.
0: That lineman for the Rams. I don't remember what his name is, but he said him and his wife both had it, and they like still didn't really have their senses of smell. Um, and so there are some, yeah, that lingering. Suck, but man. that's all that he really said. I'm sure part of that is just from him being so healthy mm-hmm. to begin with. Yep. Um, so yep, yeah. So yeah, I'd be yep. interested to see. Um, so yeah, as far as officially, there'll be on an on an IR designation.
1: For two straight weeks.
0: For two weeks, yep. As far as the teams go and the games, um, the Patriots and Chiefs game has been rescheduled for Tuesday. right? And that's kind of how they were trying to do this other stuff. And that's what they were going to do with the Titans and the Steelers. And they had two more positive tests on the Titans. And so they just changed this to, like you said, to their bye week. They shifted bye weeks for the Steelers and the Titans to this week. They're going to replay this game in like week eight, I think. Um, And then they'll
1: change that other game for the Steelers to a different week. Okay. So at this point, it's kind of like you can, every every team has a bye week, right? And so at this point, if you are in a compromised position for one week, it allows you as a team to adjust your bye week to take this week as your bye week. Assuming that enough teams don't have to force their bye week into the same week. You can keep the say the season essentially the same exact length because otherwise exactly. we're just looking at going. Go,
0: There's only the so much right. shuffling that can be yeah. done as far as bye weeks go. Yeah.
1: After a certain point, you're going to have to extend the season. You're going like to have said, to start shifting things. If you're going to move the game to Tuesday of the next week, at that point you have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Essentially, Tuesday and Wednesday because the the week kind of starts on Thursday yeah. later in the season. So you have two days there to get essentially half the teams at that point, depending on when they fall, to fall either on a Tuesday or Wednesday to replay the games. And th- in that case, the season is essentially the same exact length. Otherwise, we need to start lengthening the season. Yeah. Just numerically at that point, yeah. right? And then Which there's... I have no problem with football just being a little bit longer. Yeah. The, it always seems real quick. You also start to run into
0: concerns of recovery time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of athletes that don't like Thursday games as it is because if yeah. you play on a Sunday, you have to play on a Thursday the next week. Yeah. That's 3 less days of recovery that you yep. might get normally. So yep. I and when you're going for that long there are already players that opted out of the season before it started because they didn't want to risk COVID nineteen.
1: There were many players that just was like, and I'm "There not. was
0: a minimum salary that you could take to opt out for the season, and so you'd still get paid a certain amount of money, and you don't have to play." Do
1: you happen to know what the minimum salary was? I do not there? remember
0: off the top of my head. Not very much, um, but you know, I mean, mm. a decent regular well, yeah. American salary. Yeah, it it wasn't a hundred thousand dollars. I don't think. Um, it was it was pretty small as far as NFL salaries go, but yeah, I would just look up NFL COVID opt out salary, and that'll probably give it to you. Um, like a lot of Patriots players, their defense struggled a lot because they had a lot of players who opted out because of COVID. Um, that's that was pretty common. So and realistically,
1: no judgment towards them.
0: No, none at all. No, because as nobody nobody knows. All. Nobody has any fucking idea. No how any of this works so i don't judge anybody for not wanting to 69 nfl players according to fox business have opted out yeah a fair amount and i don't remember exactly what the salary was um there are a lot of people the person i'm playing in fantasy this week lacy she's fucking struggling she's in a bad spot she had a lot of injuries there's a lot of injuries to begin with because there was no preseason, right Football was so up in the air, and our draft was so last minute because I didn't
1: even know that football was going to happen. I wasn't for certain. So I didn't want to plan anything. What is it? Okay. Okay. So players. So this is according to Fox Business. Players yes. who are considered high risk case for COVID nineteen are eligible for a three hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend to receive. There you the go. The higher stipend players had to demonstrate the a diagnosed medical history of high risk factor such as cancer or diabetes as defined by a list compiled by the U.S. Centers of Disease Control. Um, players concerned. Voluntar- con- con- players considered voluntarily. Opt outs will receive a $150,000 stipend, but will not earn a season credit. The $150,000 is essentially. And an advance on future salary.
0: Yeah, it doesn't count as if you're on like a four year contract, it doesn't count as yeah. a year
1: off your contract. So, so you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So that's pretty good. That's more than I thought <laughs> it was. Um, but Really? I mean that's as far as like NFL contracts are concerned, it's like a hey, go fuck yourself. Here's some it's fucking here's here's cab fare. That's like a, that's like I think
0: like a veteran minimum is like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So <sighs> Right? Look that up. What's the NFL veteran minimum? NFL veteran minimum. Yeah. They're a minimum for rookies and veterans.
1: <clears throat>
0: Rookie contracts pretty small.
1: Oh. It's like the number one thing when it came up. Oh, veteran minimum salary of one point zero five million in two oh two under the New Deal. There you go. Up oh, yeah, from they just the eight hundred and ten thousand Okay, so this is an exponentially higher number. Even more than I thought it was. Holy fuck balls! That's, tells how that's eight, I am. like you know, realistic like six, seven times what you would get for COVID opt out. Yeah, which okay, so on a on a balanced scale, right, of the bodily harm and shortness of life that we know every NFL player just puts up front when they join the NFL. Period. Right, compared to the opt out volume of you know the stipend of 150 hundred and fifty dollars compared to eight hundred ten thousand dollars just for playing the game, but that's a veteran minimum. That's like veteran. Okay, yeah, I guess the the identification of a veteran versus
0: well, not even that. I just mean as far as the minimum goes, like most people aren't making the veteran minimum. Like you're going to make the veteran minimum if you are not a starting player, but you're on the team and
1: you're going to be playing. But like for, for players with players with seven to nine years. Years of experience as a veteran, yeah.
0: And so what I'm saying wow. is that if you've played for save you, if you are a vet, right, but you're only going to be making the minimum salary if you're not on a
1: contract and plus you're like the stipend.
2: <clears throat>
1: what? Like plus the stipend? You're you're still going to get your vet minimum if you're a veteran that takes the COVID opt out. No, no, no.
0: You get the stipend instead of that. What, I, what i'm saying is that the veteran minimum only applies generally in a, in, in normal football. Uh-huh. You're only going to be m- making the minimum because you're not on a contract with a team and you like got picked up later. Like i said you're not a starter. You know, a starter is going to be making way more than the veteran minimum. Mm-hmm. That's that's just like a Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously. Yeah. Right. So there aren't that many people who make like
1: Todd Gurley, the third. Yeah, who making- i just traded for this <laughs> week. Right. And I'm super yeah. happy about it. Hopefully because it's against the player I'm Who am I playing? But, Joe Hike. Yeah. I forget his name. He changed his name. There's this a lot year. of
0: people who are struggling. Um so like I said injuries yeah. were a big problem because there because there was no preseason. Um, That's true. Rip
1: Kwan. I mean, uh no preseason this year.
0: <laughs> and <clears throat> I don't know. Now we week, are man. dealing with this continued issue of COVID 19 designations, different positives.
1: I got 123 um, so. projected total this week, man. That's like not real good. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, I mean, but I my. Think Lacey's projected for like 80
0: now because she has <sighs> all of her. I
1: want to feel bad for Lacey.
0: But I have a hard time with (laughs) she won last year, right? Um, Or the first year she won two years ago, two years ago. Um, No, she didn't win last year. And then Casey, her boyfriend won two years ago. And then she won the year before that. Also, um,
1: God, we've been doing this for a lot longer than I thought.
0: I'm not really sure what to do about payouts and stuff like that this year. I kind of feel bad that this is happening. But I feel like like we'll kind of also all agreed. Like we knew, you know, like what would happen. Yeah, playing, but I don't. And I collected like half people's money already. You know, oh yeah, I gotta.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna like tell them they don't have to give
0: me money because their players (laughs) (laughs) ended up like having fucked up bye weeks and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's I don't.
1: But it also should have been. I don't know what to do about that. that, Like you talked about as the commish for the league, but before everybody got into it, like we're gonna do this regardless of how it works out. We're just gonna see how it goes. Are you down? And at that point, I think if you participated at this point, that we're all down for whatever happens, regardless of how it works out. Like I'm really – like I told you before, like I'm really excited to see how the NFL handles all the shuffling of the games and whatnot. And honestly, at this point, just from what I've – like what what you told me about like the Tuesday and Wednesday night games maybe and stuff like that. We might just have a hell of a lot more football on throughout just the week, spread out, more. which is yeah. not—it's going to be a net win, I think, for every NFL fan, which is sweet. Not that I'm watching football this year, yeah. Um, other than yeah, I don't want to go into that too much because I've already been <laughs> labeled a bigot for not watching NFL this year. But I'm like, I just don't have the time. Who said year. that to you? I, a lot of just people.
3: Okay. Um, Tell me after um, the show.
1: And I just. It's not that I'm... I just, I just don't have the headspace this year. Because I can I can participate in football. Through stats, through the news, through fucking listening to fantasy footballers and shit like that. The homies, you know. I would love one day to be able to talk to them and shit like that. And I feel like I blew a chance at that once upon a time because you were fucking talking to one of them fantasy footballers once upon a time. Um, oh. On the socials and shit. But... If we were ever in a position like, I would love to chit chat with some serious fantasy football players because you don't actually need to watch football to be a fantasy football player because essentially it's all about stats. Yeah, I guess not. It takes it away makes it way less fun. It does. Yeah. It really does. But I mean, as far as like the big money leagues and the gambling and shit like that, there's yeah. a whole lot more that goes on behind the scenes. Strategic, much like yeah. any kind of sports betting, right? Yeah, that people that don't necessarily watch it can be heavily involved in those things and still be able to get away with it. So I'm, I guess I'm uh, testing the boundaries this year. But uh, I just I just haven't had the time. I'm not d- unwilling to haven't watch had some the time football. To watch football? Oh. No, I just been busy, man. Yeah. I've been busy. It's been busy. I got I got a lot of shit going on. And
3: you're trying to have a kid, you said?
1: I'm trying to have a kid. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm in a fucking meat crisis, obviously, which I never knew existed until I tasted this deer and I'm like, "No, nah, I'm I'm legit in a meat crisis." I saw some steaks the other day at the grocery store. Two, it was like New York Strip, which knowing the cut, right, is like, really, you're gonna charge me twenty five dollars for two New York Strip steaks? Oh, at the store? Really? Yeah, that's... on sale. Do you
0: pay that like in a restaurant where they're like cooking it for you and shit. You know? What oh, that's
1: like thirty five plus, bro. Well, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. and, Whereas I got some premium shit in my freezer f- for a little bit of 130 pound pack out for <laughs> 10 miles a mile, el- mile and a half elevation whatever the fuck it was. yeah you know i got that and i don't need to worry about it so i need i'm in a meat crisis and that kind of shit makes me think about it but how did i get from nfl the fucking meat crisis i don't know i don't know either but all i'm saying is that i'm just not i don't have a whole lot of time for nfl this year i wish i did and i will get it when i can i will say that i'm not ideologically committed to not watching the nfl but if i got some time and i have the ability through whatever streaming service i can find that's going to show games essentially for free i think next week
0: amazon starts having the thursday night games you
1: know all the pre like the major games last year like throughout the main season i feel were covered on some streaming network yeah, but once it got into like playoffs and like when it really so counted, you, well, yeah, then certainly. you had to like if you ain't p- you paying for cable, what are you doing? But I think I could do it if I if I really want to and yeah. if I have time, I certainly will because it is NFL watching NFL on a Sunday like because I have got a lot of anxiety on Sundays because I don't like I hate working. I hate going to work. You know, and even if on Monday I have a fantastic day and it's great and everything couldn't have gone better and it's fantastic, I'm still gonna have an anxiety attack on Sunday. And the NFL helps helps that. Helps yeah. lessen that a lot. That's very interesting. This is very, this is I very counter you. to
0: what you said last week.
1: Really? What did yeah. I say last week? Oh, the political aspect I mean, of it yeah well I might have gotten my shit shoved in my face over the last <laughs> between the last two weeks then we know? have
0: to stop because I want to hear about okay, this. okay
1: <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about that okay
0: yeah so. um well I want to thank
1: everybody no what's um, your record real quick what's your record on fantasy
0: oh in this in our league I'm three and0 in
1: I'm like two and one I'm not doing bad. another
0: league I'm three and and then yeah? in
1: two other leagues I'm two and one four, four leagues th- how the f- Oh, I've been in these the same leagues for like four years. So it's... And this is we, just uh, we like... talk about this every time, but I'm still in awe that you could participate in four leagues.
0: Um, well, one of them is a the Dynasty League so you do it like all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so that one takes the least amount of effort. And they're all kind of organized by like how much I care about them, mm-hmm. you know? And so our league, I give the most shit about because it's the hardest um and it has the most money involved and then the other ones are just kind of like three hundred dollar and two hundred dollar leagues um so it's just not
1: like a big deal to me so okay well just know just knowing the fact but i'm trying
0: to win out i'm trying to walk out with like two g's in fantasy money
1: well yeah with four leagues yeah yeah i'm trying to that's like a realistic
0: thing i'm trying to win like
1: yeah. So over under like what I can buy going into every single don't get into the specifics obviously but like going into all the fantasy leagues that you do how much cash are you putting up front on a year in which you would typically put up all the money up front are you um, spending like a G
0: Jordan and over I four league played together no way because no. that could be spaced out it could be I'm no, just saying it's not unrealistic no. how much money I put into them yeah no um one of them is a 35 dollars buy-in ours is a 50 dollars buy-in another one is a 25 dollars buy-in okay. and the other one's a $20 but still buy-in. the pots at the end of that are so, pretty nice yes So, so they yeah, one, of about them, 14 one of them is a seven leagues? no oh, okay no this is the biggest league that i'm in and that's why it's the hardest the other one oh, yeah one it is pretty is bottom one of the barrel is an eight-man league and the other two are tens so Ooh and those are pretty standard 10 or 12 is pretty standard next year i might need you to when i tell try to find me a slot in the smaller most people when i tell them i'm in a 14 team league they're like oh my god they're like surprised <laughs> it's hard it's very very highly hard. offensive to the it's, senses it's just very difficult there's just yeah. as far as yeah so i mean well, yeah. if you compare our league and you think about six less teams in it it's are way easier. holy shit the way amount of easier. people you can compete for yeah the and trade's gotta be the like sweet there are point. people that I can pick up in like my eighteen league that were gone three weeks ago in our league. Like not a fucking chance. Now it's, are you these leagues franchise
1: leagues? What? The other leagues that you play in are they franchise just the one? Leagues? Just one. Okay. Now would you like the dynasty league? Dynasty league, sorry, yeah. that's that's what I meant. Um nomenclature. Do you would you ever recommend our league going to a dynasty league? And why or why not? Uh, no. I'm really trying to extend this sports thing because I need some knowledge, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is all going to be a nice consumable clip on YouTube one mm, day. Don't worry about no, it. No, no, um, no. I mean, I don't.
0: know because no, it's different play styles. In yeah. the dynasty
1: league, you're like drafting rookies and shit like that. And mm-hmm. um, and when you're already running a 14 player league like, or team league like that, it's got to be would be really, really, would be really hard really to
0: tough. do dynasty with 14 yeah. teams that's you have to have way bigger benches and stuff
1: like that and we there's not enough players for us to have so what would you recommend like if we wanted like if if there was dynasty league that i would become involved in um because i don't know if there's room in any of yours Why are you
0: asking me all this stuff
1: because i'm i i really uh, enjoy fantasy and i'm not gonna lie but i want to like expand my horizon because i don't know a whole lot you know, because I've been in, I was in one fantasy league for two years before we got into the one at Benick. And, and then, then you r- played for one year and at And then I played for one played year at Benick, us. took a year off, and then I came with back us. here. I yeah.
0: don't um, like 10 teams as good. You know? Okay. Like, that's a good amount. That uh, seems very manageable. You could
1: play in the Benick league next year. That's That would, oh, that would you be You could legit. totally come back and play I got a vet rep I, can, like, yeah. I, can, I got a veteran card to Benick I can play around. Right. Yeah,
0: you'd have to, um, we draft like at work. Yeah, you still do the in-person. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to, I'll fucking you'd have come to in. leave work early that Yeah, I
1: anyway. own my own company. I can I can come but in for that. Yeah, you
0: could be in the Benick League. Totally. The other two leagues that I'm in are Ryan is the commissioner of those leagues, too. Ryan is yeah, the Ryan's commissioner of three of those leagues that He's I'm on. in. And then the other one, I'm the I commissioner. talking
1: to Ryan, Ryan. I'm not going to lie. Ryan's awesome. Yeah. I've
0: become way closer friends with Ryan. He is super deep, dude. He's like got a year, lot of, so. like
1: me and him, got a real deep sci-fi connection and shit. Yeah. yeah. No, Ryan's very pretty sweet. Um all right, so one last sports question and then I'm out. I'm sorry. Like I said, oh, we I saw got the a kid. I hours. have a kid at home. Yeah, the president's not 4 hours. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying Gardner Minshaw. What about him? Worth it or not? I picked him up last year too. Um I've had him uh, on my bench I don't and he's know. thrown I like think 20 plus.
0: I think that he's fine. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> I think that he's trade fine. material. He's no, I don't know that anybody would trade for him, Oof, but okay. uh, he's fine. I'll keep him on my bench. He's She's a, a backup. We're in a 14-team league, so there's 28 quarterbacks that are going to be taken up at some point. So I don't. All right, bro. Spit me a line. We'll get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't understand what's happening here. I <laughs> I'm just, I've just Look, man, to... I understand that on the spectrum of I want to have sex with you to I want to kill you, hospitality and flirting are somewhere in that gray area, but you're going to have to just figure it out.
1: <laughs> I'll figure it out, bro. I'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you work a line in bro yeah <laughs> oh thank you sir
2: may I have another